Hey everybody, what's up? My name's Mark. My name is Alex. And this is The, the Shot Pod. All right. Wow. <clears throat> to start things off, <laughs> we're going to get into uh, some Christmas Carol talk again. Just because. It snowed today. First snowfalls. First snowfall. First snowfall. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to lay in this and work tomorrow. But that's oh. okay. It looks pretty. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And we, we uh, put up our Christmas lights in case you didn't see when you yes, pulled in. I did. And, yeah. I, and I can fishtail now. <laughs> couldn't fishtail yesterday today every time and i love it because the lights reflect off the snow and the snow is now multicolored it's not just white folks it's true it's uh what blue green and red you got out there and yellow and orange and yeah oh my god that's right so did you are you one of those smart people to put the lights out before it was like ball busting cold or were you out there you know shaking and no. f- with fear of falling off the roof no, it wasn't that cold today, and uh, since I don't put it on the roof and I just put it around the railing and stuff, I'm I'm still trying to figure out how to get more lights up, so I'm going to be ordering, like, brick braces and stuff. I'll help you. I don't have a house to do, it with, like, like, I have a house, <laughs> but I just, like, I live with roomies, roommates and shit, so I'll come help you hang your Christmas lights, and then I you can National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with me and watch me fall off, or and we, and, and we, can, yeah. we can blow the grid when we plug it in. Sounds like a good you can, time. You can staple your sleeve to the eavesdrop. Oh, so many good, God. So many good moments in that movie. I might go home and watch that tonight. All right, so uh, getting into the Christmas carols. We, we touched on this before, but I, I told you I wanted to write my own Christmas carol, and we're going to make our parody of uh, Santa Baby, but it's going to be Santa, my dude. And uh, that, Santa that's, is my dude. That's now underway, so it's in the process of. So maybe next episode or the episode after... We'll uh, we'll have it. We're gonna perform it in uh, in an episode coming up. I gotta start busting out my um, listening to my Rob Halford Christmas album. That's like my favorite one. It's so good. And my uh, Weezer Chris. I gotta get them going. I don't, I don't have them on my phone anymore because I got tired of during the year when I'm not. You know, when you're driving and you got your shit on shuffle, and it would be like a Christmas song. I'd be like, fuck. I'd, for nine months of the year, or I, no more, like eleven months of the year, I pressed. Next on those, so I'm just going to get rid of them. <laughs> and now I don't have them on my little iPod shuffle thingy that I keep with me. It's basically been, an old phone that I keep all my music I'm on. I'm about to get a, an evil eye from somebody on the couch, but I've been listening to uh, like a lot of random playlists on Spotify. And I got to yeah. say, all most modern-day Christmas songs, especially from like pop bands, suck. They suck ass. I can't let. Oh my God! There was there was one on the that came on one hundred two five, which is Buffalo's. Yeah, I know one hundred two five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I was listening to that. I was like, "What the?" I'm like, this "Be careful is talking shit about Buffalo. Song. They'll come across the lake and <laughs> fucking gut you." I was like, "This is ninety eight degrees or some garbage." Yeah. I was like, "This is fucking horrible." Yeah, there's some bad. There's some bad shit out there. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, maybe we're dating ourselves a little bit here, but like, any but, radio station that plays any like just like newer stuff, I find intolerable to listen to but i am gonna redeem myself right now with my girlfriend staring at me from the couch what i am gonna say is most modern what do you mean your girlfriend staring at you from the couch she's our engineer slash manager (laughs) and she's monitoring the podcast to make sure that things go well and she's also over there like posting ads and pushing uh, pushing us online (laughs) 
So she has a purpose. I am going to say that with songs that are written today, Christmas Carol wise, I mean, I'm not a country fan, but I got to say they're country, doing a pretty good job. Country carols end up being a little better. I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I, not Florida Georgia line though. Fuck those guys. I got, <laughs> I got, I got my limits with the country music, but there's uh, I can handle a couple country Christmas songs if they got some kind of fun. There's sometimes some of them can be really funny. So uh, one of the newer Christmas carols that I actually like is Gwen Stefani and her her country hubby there. Oh, I don't know this song. I want to thank you, baby. <laughs> you make it feel like Christmas. Oh my God. But you do that st- too well for me to be comfortable being your friend anymore. Like, is that the new army shot fucking record? It's just going to be Mark going, yeah. I tried to get my heart to Dallas, but Tamara pulled me to the cold white north. And now I'm here with my baby. Is that what I'm going to have to listen to no, next? No, that's not coming. Check out Amy Shadon, pure value. Don't do it if it's that, man. No, that, that's, no, no, that's no. not coming up. It's dope-ass alternative. <laughs> Don't forget it. Oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. No, but I, actually, I have a gripe when it comes to a lot of country singers because... They'll sing with this this country twang, right? When they sing, I want to thank you, baby. And then they'll be like, so anyways, how's it going? You're like, wait, wait, where'd that twang go? But oh, is you're that, just, is that's that a false any, Is that any different? Like when people are like, so Scott Stapp, um, wh- how has it been being in, in the band Creed since they got back together? And he's like, well, it's been uh, really good uh, for me to be on this band uh, again. Uh, is no, he goes. He probably talks to uh, his wife and kids like that. I've been in this band. No, this is how Scott talks. I've seen a, 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 a number <laughs> of uh, of uh, of interviews because they're from uh, B- uh, Boston, I think, or somewhere uh, northeast shit like that. Did uh, you do you ever find it weird that like people in the UK when when they're singing in mid song, uh, they actually sound American? Ev- it's not everyone though. Like Bellamy from Muse, it's, okay. I've he's one of the. You're right. Uh, almost ninety percent of English singers lose the accent when they sing, and you can't yeah. tell. But. Matt Bellamy holds on to it. You can tell when he sings certain songs, especially Madness and Our Time is Running Out. You hear that, you know, ah, toys. <laughs> he kind of fucking lets it in just a little bit on them when he gets really loud. Yeah. But then, there, then there's like Americans who end up sounding British. It's it's really, it's a weird dynamic. Like there's a couple songs where Billy Joe is singing a Green Day song. I declare I don't care no more. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> so when are you going to do the Christmas um, tree light drive with the chillins? Oh, uh, that'll probably be next week. I'm coming. Yeah, I got to do that too. Yeah. yeah. So we have a place around here called Old Scugog Road. It's out in uh, Bowmanville. And the the neighborhoods around that street all get fancied up. All the lights are like phenomenal. And you got to think like there might be one or two that don't do it. And then everybody else on that street's like, no, fuck this no, guy. We got to do something. this fucking guy. I'm not going to be the one who's next door with zero lights. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. And then, and then you got to wonder if any of those lights that are up there are from like a grumpy Gus who didn't put up lights. And people were like, we're going to prank him. We're going to put yeah. lights up when he's sleeping. <laughs> what? That would be, or if it's just the neighbor, the neighbor's just like, here, so I have 800 extra I'll put them on, and I'll run cables. Just let it happen. (laughs) And they're like, all right. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they've got extension cables. and like, we'll eat the hydro. It's okay. We're built for this. (laughs) It was, uh, you ever see the movie Hot Fuzz? Yes. 
Yeah, with uh, Simon Pegg. It's it's that thing where like the entire town kind of wants their their <laughs> town to look fancy yeah. to win the awards. I need it's to rewatch kind of thing that with old fucking, Road. I need to rewatch the Shaun of the Dead, and I need to rewatch that that movie too because that, that what a great. He's awesome. I love him in the new Star Trek stuff too. He makes yeah. it. He really is awesome. Is he's well, who is he plays? It's Scotty. Scotty. Yeah, he yep. Scotty. He's great. Love him. He yeah. gets a really big, good role in the third one. Like he gets more. He's on there a lot. He's kind of a background dude in the first two, but I like in the third one they give him like his own little storyline. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyways, yeah, Simon Pegg's dope. So uh, when it comes to Christmas carols, Elvis Presley, he's got a couple. I'm going to be honest with you. I have some, talking about panty dropper songs. Okay, <laughs> now Elvis Presley is is on my list of panty dropper songs, but I gotta be, you got to be careful when you use this certain song that I can play. Cause, yeah. uh, it, but either way, um, his Christmas carols are probably the best there ever was, and everybody is basically compared to them. It's like, hey, is it as good as the Elvis Christmas record? Because he was a gospel singer. Yeah. And Christmas music is just glorified gospel music, really, at the end of the day. Well, so, like... I, I think that's pretty cool. I to, love to Elvis think of Christmas like the, music. the classic Elvis, Elvis rock, which would be that it's Christmas time, pretty baby, <laughs> Santa Claus back in town, <laughs> and then you have like the background Christmas, <laughs> Christmas. But what I found funny uh, is if you listen to Blue Christmas, I don't know if it's on like his main recording, but he gives the word about four syllables, like. <laughs> We'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. <laughs> Are you talking about Elvis still? <laughs> yeah. Okay, blue, okay, blue Christmas. Blue Christmas, yeah. <laughs> about you. It's like, okay, dude, it's a two-syllable word. You just gave it four. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's just the way that was that's his thing. the king goes, huh? Yeah, you can't shit on Elvis because Elvis... He was the king. Um, but like I said, uh, Elvis is definitely one of those. Like, I just, I, I think everybody compares the Christmas stuff to like, well, how was it compared to that, basically? You know what I mean? Like, like real pop Christmas stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think it's still going to be one of the best selling. Like, every year he probably sells like another billion of those goddamn, those records. By the way, I got to talk about how nice your shirt looks. You got a nice looking shirt there. Thank you. Thank we got, you. We got early Christmas gifts uh, from from our, our say thank you to co producer manager. I don't know Tamara. <laughs> I just like to pretend she does stuff for us. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> she's just she's a pretend person. I like it. She's our pretend manager engineer. I mean, she would yell, "You guys suck!" if we were doing a bad job, and then that's got to stand for something. But I have this dope ass shirt. And I hope it's in the frame here. Yeah, it is. It thank, was. Thank you, yeah. Tamara. You're the best. Cheers! Uh, cheers up! Cheers up! Cheers up! The wine's up, the beers are up, but yeah, we're gonna we should we should get these uh, shirts available. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely make them up. Maybe you know, just I, the first ones we could give away probably end up giving them away to some of our friends, and then yeah, actually people would probably buy them, <coughs> like fans of ours. Yeah, maybe instead of uh, giving everybody handies at five hundred downloads, we should give away some shirts. Oh right, <laughs> okay, we are. Is that are we signing? Is that like a hundred percent now? Like, if there's no way around it. Maybe we should give some shirts to people who give us. When we approach the fi- 500 downloads, what we can do is uh, we'll, we'll hand have- jobs in the parking lot for everybody, <laughs> and and uh, and for somebody who writes up uh, the best reviews or testimonies or something like that, we'll give away a couple shirts. I'd be down. That'd be pretty sick. We got to get that. We, I want toques too. I love. I, I yeah. had uh, supersonic auto toques. Uh, and I loved it, and then I lost them all because I got rip- ripped and old. <laughs> but I want to do it again. All right. <laughs> yeah. Shameless self promotion, basically. No, but I love. I my ego just goes when I when when I saw this. Stuff. I just love, I don't know. It's kind of like 
when um when I people like the videos I do or somebody I've had some like I get a lot of messages from people like oh my god like that was super funny or I really loved this was super informative I don't know just basically complimenting you and it's out of the blue it's just a person that saw it and yeah. when I'm gonna take ten seconds to answer this story or to answer this thing and be like that's fucking dope I love watching these they're always informative and I have people do the same thing with the shop but I love watching your behind the scenes because then I listen to them usually I'm getting like a, a glimpse of what's coming. The people that actually yeah. listen to it the week it comes out, which there are people out there that are doing it right now. Where, like, yeah, 500 downloads, we're going to do hand jobs in the parking lot for everybody, and t shirt giveaways. Is uh, be he'll dope. do the hand job thing. <laughs> Why? Why you? Well, you don't know how to give a hand job? I can show you if you want. No, no, no. Self practice. You, ne you never had to pay your rent with some hand jobs, and you, you're not a real <laughs> yep. schwa boy. You're not a real schwa boy, my friend. <laughs> I moved next door to Shaw. I got the fuck out of there before I had to pay hey, rent. Hey, listen, I'm married to Whitby Girl, too, and look how that worked out, okay? So don't <clears throat> fucking start talking to me about how great Whitby is, okay? Okay. You know what you guys need to you guys, you know you learn how to do in this town? Get rid of those fucking stop signs and put up some goddamn lights. Figure out your construction. Here's another thing. Quit, quit putting churches on prime you real just, estate, you too. Just, you just brought this up, actually. It was a nice segue into it. The response, K. I never used to have a problem. Like, I would respond to somebody, K. What is, yeah. I'm getting this thing. With, <laughs> if you respond with a thumbs up or a K, fuck you. And I'm like, but that's me. And it's all, but it's only in an <laughs> I'm not. I'm not big on the thumbs up. I, I can't stand it. If that. someone was like, I'm super depressed. I'm going to hang myself. I cannot stand what I'm going through right now. I'm in such a dark place, dot, dot, dot. And you respond, Okay, <laughs> then yeah, you're a fucking dick. Okay, you're right. Then you that win. Person's or, dead or, or a thumbs you. up. Thumb, thumbs up is also a not an no. appropriate response. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, if if it's the end of the if it, if you want to make it clear that you are not interested in talking anymore, K or thumbs up is a good way to let people know that. I end up sending them because I'm driving when I send it. <gasps> yeah, that's right. I just admitted it. It happens. Okay. Oh my god. Hey Google, text Mark K. <laughs> His phone is going to text me K now. What do you want to text? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I have like 80 marks in my phone, so All I have right. to say Mark Smith. And you are in there as Mark Smith, though. <laughs> I end up texting you quite a bit when I'm like on the way over, and I just want you to know. You know, is there a way to voice cat command messenger? There is, because I, I have people I only talk to on messenger. I wish I could say, hey, Google, text person's name. <laughs> and, 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 and then, or message person's, you know, say message. And it would do it. I wonder if there's a way to... Ah, there probably isn't. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. They'd have to link Facebook Messenger with Google, but they're two separate companies. They won't do that. That'd be sick if they see someone needs to come up with an app that does it. <laughs> to have a million dollar <laughs> idea right there. Install this little thing and it'll... It's like an update for Google voice commands and it'll make it so that... You're it getting too use, deep. Use getting... Any, it can use any app. Hey, Google, open app. That's what it, you would. That's what you would say. Okay, but I'm in your contacts. You can just say, "Hey, text." Me. Yeah, but in your case, I, mean, no, I don't. Not everybody is like I had uh, my friend Kate the other day. I was like, "Oh, I want to message Kate," and I was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck is Kate's number? She changed it like six months ago. I never got the new one, but I've never needed it because I always have her on Messenger." But she broke her phone, so the only way I could have gotten a hold of her was call her. Or not broke her phone, but she something where she had like a flip. She had like a burner flip one. So yeah. She had a number, but none of the messenger shit. And I was like, "These are the moments when I need to. I need to get these ideas going." <laughs> and it was to get back into holiday mode. Holiday mode. So, okay, Christmas carols. Th so, listening to a lot of crooners, a lot of crooners, you know, like the big band singers like Sinatra, uh -huh. Dean Martin, uh, Michael Bublé, who considers himself the modern-day Sinatra, which is like, okay, slow that roll. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, boys. Settle Shut down. the front door! <laughs> you know? Exactly. 
<laughs> is that one of those situations <laughs> that was just like, yo, Michael Bublé is is a modern day Frank Sinatra? You didn't just say that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, just, I had to use it once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. So, when it comes to the crooners, they all do carols, uh, which is all right. So, like, much like when uh, Mariah Carey comes out of her winter den to sing her Christmas no, carols. Her, 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 her mold cracks open. She, <laughs> she flop, comes out of her fro- frozen cocoon as a beautiful Christmas butterfly. Mike, Michael Buble thaws out. Yeah. Every November. <laughs> yeah. Does he do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and who's the other one? There's a few of them. Um, the main ones that... Christina Aguilera has, is definitely on the list, too. She's got some good tunes. She's got one of the... I like, like her Christmas oh, tunes. Man, something I can't stand about those pop singers, though, is they do way too much. That's Christina. It's like, just, just sing the word. I'm just sorry. sing the word. No, no. I'm sorry. We will agree to disagree. No, just sing the fucking word. There are some people I agree. Like the national anthem, it's too much. And people are getting out of I hand like that with it. Simpsons made fun of that with Bleeding Gums Murphy. But hang on. But but the thing is, is that similar to a guitar player, as a guitar player who loves Prague, where it's like, you know, John could just go, narrow, na na narrow, na narrow. But no, John's going to go, narrow, na na narrow, 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 And that's it with his little whammy bar. Because... It's just like, I can. I can, and I can still keep the melody. And that's what she's doing. And I, I, I will admit there's some singers that don't do it well, but I think fucking Christina's always, that's been her thing. I was like, ah, she can actually pull that off. Because there's, there's, there's distinction between the notes. There's no quarter tones. You can. She, that, that's okay. Mariah, that doesn't have to happen. I love it. It's like, okay, I get, I get it. Rock you hard. can sing. I get rock hard when girls do that. <laughs> Anyways. I get it. You can play, right? It's like, I don't, yeah, but it, yeah, but when it comes down to playing, everybody's like, oh, wow, look at his fingers go. Holy shit. Yeah, he's talented. When it comes to singing, it's like, All any right, girl that can do that with go. her throat, let's, let's I'm interested in that other thing. Right. When's the next line coming? <laughs> any girl that could do it's like, girl, okay, so you're up there doing the thing, oh, look at the fingers go, right? Mild sexual overtone, okay? Say, say girl, <laughs> if a girl's up there doing uh, 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 with her throat, I'm interested in the other things she could do with it, okay? So that's all I'm saying. Mild sexual overtone as well. That's you a see vocal cord. Ta- ta- talented people are attractive. Doesn't matter how you're doing it. That's, that's Are you all. saying that you want your girl to orgasm like? Ah, ah, I'm saying like there are certain certain singers in the world, male or female, that if they were to do a ah, for me, I'd probably come <laughs> immediately without touching it. And then they'd be like, "Okay, now we don't want this because you've already gone." Christina's <laughs> on that list. Matt Bellamy's on that list for sure. I'm not gay, oh but if God. Bellamy sang me uh, "Starlight" in person, um, a cappella, I'd come everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And I mean, so would you? You'd be like, "Alex, you're gay." Oh, fuck! It happened to me too. He's so good. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Questioning my entire existence. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I just that's some people are just really cool. You ever you never you know when you're you go to a jam or a club and somebody goes up and they're just that fucking next level of talent and they go up and they sing a song and they can do all that kind of shit and you're like, wow. And they're like, yeah, I won like Star Search when I was 17. I'm in my 40s now. You know what I mean? These people come to karaoke and they come to bars and they come to my band's gigs and stuff. Yeah, I can only handle lo- so much. I love. I know. I but I just think it's cool when you're in the presence of that, like someone in the room that's just r- they stink of talent. They're so good. Did you? Uh, I love did you that. ever listen to Protest a Hero, buddy? <laughs> I was working at Price Chopper and and protests. Uh, one of my buddies was uh, the, one of their merch guy that I worked with. Uh, yeah. oh, fucker Jeff something or other. 
And and he used to bring me their demos, and we used to sit and listen to them and shit all the time before they released anything. Like I was like the I loved it, and I saw them at the dungeon a bunch of times. Saw them at the dungeon a bunch of times, but again, there's there's a point when prog is too prog and you can't like there's no longer just a steady beat of anything that goes along and it's so cut up and so different that like okay your head banging no now you're off beat no now no what 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 mark is referring to is one two three four it's just you're like well what the fuck we're in double time and then and then there's just like a crazy guitar shred solo and then the singing starts and you're like oh is this the first verse that was the intro oh <laughs> fuck we're 45 seconds in and, and they've run out of notes but i get and i get yeah, this is where we're talking i find uh, the same reason i don't push seafood i'm an east coast guy and, I, and people are like yo i fucking hate crab and I, was like, I get it i get it i'm not pushing it it's acquired taste seafood is an acquired taste bipolar people like myself are an acquired taste small doses people okay so and prog is in the same boat as as an acquired taste i don't like that protest stuff now this is the weird thing though i can't stand most of protest songs when they get like that they've got songs that are focused like these colors don't run yeah and um fuck uh, the one that they made a video. I, I'm mind farting, but either way, they have ones that, um, shit. The blindfolds aside, thank you. They've got those are the ones that I could do, and they've yeah. got their crazy moments. But in general, they have a chorus. They have a uh, they have something to bring you back in. You know what I mean? They've got their. It's still protest, but there's the distinct intro uh, that comes back after the chorus. You know what I mean? They don't just riff, 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 riff. Never repetition. Maybe a repetition at the end, right? Yeah. So I hate that about protest, but Opeth, that's their thing. Uh, never, no verses, no choruses, but now and then there is a melody that's like, oh, this must be the chorus, but they build to it. Like there, that's their thing. They, I love it with them. I'm never bored. It's it, the drapery falls, you know, anything from Blackwater Park, like that kind of shit. They take that, what I hate about protest, because I like when protest kind of tries to what they do mainstream like just give me a chorus guys and then they do it so that the reason i love prog too is because there's so many different ways to apply it you know then you get a band like dream theater that that does it all they're like we're gonna have two 10 minute songs on the record that are just out out there we're gonna have a pop four minute intro verse chorus four four time with maybe a cool guitar solo or some kind of keyboard riff to kind of keep it fresh but it's gonna be basically for the radio and then we're gonna have you know our our a couple ballads and a couple more alternative songs that, that are out there. A little weird. Maybe we'll get into the realm of yeah. not singles. They, they build the album. It's an album. It's, oh, we've lost that in music these days, building an album. So I'm with you with protest on that. Like it's, they get too much. But a prog band that's, that's busy like that that you probably do like and is Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Hallowed Be Thy Name is yep. a prog song. It has no real distinct choruses. It's got a crazy intro, which does not appear again in the song. It has um, all those <laughs> fucking harmonies, you yeah. know, it's got da, ba, 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 da, 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 ba, ba, da, that weird offbeat. Okay. Yeah. We're not in time. Like, what are we doing here? Are we head banging? Are we, what are we, you know what I mean? Like when you're talking about losing track of the beat, what's going yeah. on here. And then it gets into the, you know what I mean? But like, this song that, has a lot of parts, but you love that song, and I love that song. Yeah, that song's but a overall, hit. when it comes down to Iron Maiden, you can actually jam out yourself to the song, beginning to end, head banging the whole way, not like stopping, looking like you're seizing out. He's seizing out! Somebody call 911! <laughs> no, I'm just, it's the song. I'm so, oh my. 
See, guys like you, when, I, when they're in my car and they're like, yeah, and I, I play them animals as leaders and they just go, what? And, and, you know, and I mean, those are, that's another example of band where I'm like, okay, this, I can only get through so many songs where I'm like, oh, okay, guys. So I get you're good and you can count way more than I, better than I can. Your counting skills are fresh, so fresh. But, um, it's kind of sounding like noise now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they've got their, they're another band where they've got their melodic songs or the songs that are, are hits that you're like, okay, thank you. That's what I needed. So I think um, comparing this to Christmas Carol stuff, Christmas, the, 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 I'm going to make a segue here because a lot of Christmas Carol music, when you actually look at the music behind the old ones, especially is proggy. They use diminished right. sevenths chords. They use weird transitions. They're not in four four. Uh, I mean, no, a lot of it has like a, a lot of it is three four. It, yeah. There's also a lot of you know, um, yeah. cut time, you know, shit like that. That if you're not a musician, you're like, what did he? What did he just describe? Was he talking about? And it's this is what separates men from the boys, is <laughs> being able to do that kind of shit, right? And that's why I was talking about if somebody was to jam. Uh, we talked about this on the last one. Um, uh, baby, it's cold outside. I'm like, not only is it is it a good song because I don't care what you have to say about the lyrics, it's just a catchy melody and all this stuff. But the music and to get, and a band that can pull off keeping that vibe, that swing, yeah. is is hard to be. It's hard to do that. Not a, not just any rock. Hey, look at these guys can play Bon Jovi. <laughs> you know, can can just jump into that. <laughs> it's tough to play. You yeah. got to find that pocket. So I love that. Yeah, a lot of Christmas music's like that. It's harder than it sounds. Oh yeah. And if you think Christina sounds so bad when she does her crazy vibrato operatic singing scales, <laughs> I was talking to Christina the other day, and she doesn't fucking much like you either, Mark. Okay, that's okay. I am okay with that. If she doesn't like me, I I think that makes me all the better. Are you gonna return? Are you gonna return your co your copy of Beautiful now? No, no, no. That was an all right because I made it better. See, I turned it from pop to acoustic. Oh, oh, oh. And wow, the range that I hit, like I think that was like some of the highest notes I hit for the backups. Like I was, yeah. I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> I, I actually struggling. had a ball squeezer. I had yeah. somebody coming in just giving like just like the, the <laughs> Roll, yeah like the Rolling Stones guy used to have there. Uh, <laughs> kick a square. Okay, so we're gonna kick it off into actually our topic. Yeah, our topic today, which is all about uh, luck, bad luck. Why are luck. we talking about luck? Because well, it's our thirteenth episode. That actually makes sense and was a happy little accident. <laughs> well, we missed our we missed the lucky accident of November or September. Oh, fucking Jesus, how many? November eleventh. November eleventh being our eleventh episode because it was our tenth, yeah. our Remembrance Day episode. But so this worked out pretty good because it is thirteenth Friday the thirteenth and Freddie and all that kind of bullshit. It's our thirteenth episode. I actually was gonna say to Mark, we should just call it our fourteenth episode and skip it, it, like like they do just in like elevators, the, the elevator. like in elevators where they don't they don't put a thirteenth floor. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, guys, but when you're on the 14th floor you're on the 13th floor okay <laughs> if you're at 14 room 1417 i don't know hide the sheets there are I, I fucking wanna, ghosts there i want to do that i want to go to a building to the 14th floor and then when somebody's like oh yeah i need to find you where are you and you just say i'm on the 13th floor and, and then they get in there like wait Wait, wait a second. I'll go to the 12th floor, go up one flight and see what happens. <laughs> Come, hits the floor, 13, 17. Holy shit. The elevator doesn't go to this floor. Hey, that'd be cool. Make a fucking have a hotel with an elevator, but the elevator doesn't go to the 13th floor. But it is, but it does exist. Yeah. No, no, no disability access to the 13th floor. People go to the 13th floor like, fuck, I got to take the stairs every time. Oh, my God. No, yeah, the 13th floor is like completely self-sufficient. It's got a desk and its own machine. 
beams at a cafeteria, so you don't need to go to the other <laughs> floors. It's like an exclusive club. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Bro, I fucking go. This is another million-dollar idea. It's the skybox sky of buildings. Of, of, the, of that hotel that you're in. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I need to do this so bad. Anyways. So, so superstition is going to play into this a little bit. Okay, and how can we not quote the great Michael Scott? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> our office episode, our last episode that will be up soon was The Office and Star Wars. And we got, I, I can't wait to listen back, but my God, we talked for two full hours. And at the end of it, I was like, I didn't even get to half the shit I wanted and that, to. That was the same with me, too. When it's, when the office talk was done, I was like, wait, wait, wait that was an hour of office talk? And we did, we got, we, we hit like, it was about 52 three or minutes of office talk and about an hour yeah. and five minutes of Star Wars talk. Yeah. My apologies <laughs> for the bad ratio. But there was a bit of introduction talk too. So if you want to count the oh, five minutes of intro, then technically it isn't. And the office theme, that was horribly done. <laughs> was it that bad? Have you heard it back oh, yet? it's pretty bad. Is it? Are we editing it out? Is it that bad? No, no, no we're no, going to no. leave it Yeah, in. we're going to leave it in. Yay. Yeah, we'll, try it, we'll try it again another day. <laughs> I can play it on the guitar right here. <laughs> I know all, all the notes. <laughs> it's all right. So bad luck, good luck. You can't have ups without the downs. We've said that before. That's blatantly obvious. I mean, it should make you appreciate the ups a little more when you're always in the downs. <laughs> Sometimes it just feels like a bunch of downs. You're like, well, this sucks. My life sucks. My luck sucks. Well, for, for a long time, that phrase... If I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Has kind of plagued pop culture with The Simpsons, Married to Children. Got to give Married to Children its its props too. I love that. I love that Simpsons actually tackled that with uh, with Al Bundy, and he had a toilet right beside the couch, and it's all Al, and it's all new pig. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, a mutual friend who would say you can make your own luck by uh, by not thinking negative thoughts or if you think negative thoughts you're gonna you're gonna have bad luck and while many people especially celebs endorse the law of attraction a lot of shitty things just happen to people who weren't thinking of bad things like i can i can pull up to the exit of a plaza and like five cars in front of me they all get to go no cars as soon as i pull up to the edge yeah. <laughs> line up of cars this can't is, get out I'm like what the why and I wasn't thinking negative thoughts this <laughs> is a first world problem but it applies in other parts of life too so that's like a small you, that happens and you're like god damn it it also happens in like other ways like with jobs and jeans and all kinds and money and just shit yeah. and car breaking down you know, you know you buy a car you do a lot of research put all this time and effort into it and then something goes wrong and you end up spending a lot of money fixing it is that if you thought positively, would that not have happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> now, but here's the thing where I kind of agree with our mutual friend about this because the point he does make is that if you always focus on the positive, even when everything's falling apart and yeah. the shit hits the fan, if you're always in a, well, I'm going to make it better, I'm going to take what's going on, and I just, I, I can't focus on the bad parts of it. I can't do it right now. I have to actually focus on the on the positive. I have no choice. Yeah. Um, and your demeanor, and, I, and he's not, the reason I know he's right is because we were working together, and, you know, in the beginning, I was kind of just like, this fucking guy. And <laughs> when you really give it, I got to the point where it's just like, it's easier to just join him. You know, I was around him so much. <laughs> Every time something bad would happen, he'd go, let's focus on something positive about this. And, and he'd start doing that. And yeah, I'd be sitting there, there's no fucking positive, man. Do you not understand this? And he'd be like, you're right. All of those things suck. 
But da 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 da, and at least we've got some work. At least we're working. Yeah. We could be at home with no work. And I'm just like, you know what I mean? I was like, yes, you're yeah, you're fucking, you're right. We could be at home with no work. I'd be better off. I wouldn't be this stressed out. Fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you'd be broke. Okay, you're right. You know what I mean? Like it was, but not, it was good for me. It was yeah. very good for me. And I actually got to give a mad props out to Blake for that because. You know, this is years it's later. It's all about the perspective. It's right? years later, and I still do that. Like yeah. honestly, like I like I said, I was started seeing this girl, and it's and it's been a massive part of like when shit goes really bad at work. I'm like, at the end of the day, you're gonna you're gonna be fine. You're gonna go home and chill, and everything's gonna be good. And when that's not a thing, I have awesome. I got you, and I got my mom, and I got my, my buddy Kevin. So you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh yeah, me and Kevin are gonna smoke some weed and chill out tonight. You know, or I'm gonna hang out, or oh, me and Mark are podcasting tonight. Fuck yeah. Or we're gonna, or I'm gonna message. Mark about the podcast and we're going to talk about what we're going to do and we're going to have an interaction yeah. discussing it so even if it's just talking about it or you're sending me snippets I love when it's like sent the email you know it's it's post day it's it's the new episodes up time to share it time to post clips time to go online time to talk about it time to listen to it listen yeah. back to it because we listen to it in editing but when it's, when it's to see hear it front to back to be honest, boys, I'm usually hearing it for the first time front to back as you are with all edited <laughs> together. So it's cool. I love like that's a big day, too. So that's a, you know, shit can hit the fan on, on the release day of the podcast, but I'm still a happy bitch. You know what I mean? I'll sit down and listen to the first 10, 15 minutes of it even, and it'll be like, oh, sweet. You know, stuff like that. Surrounding yourself with positivity. So when customers fuck me out of money, when customers threaten me over dumb bullshit because I gave them <laughs> advice on what to do with their car and then they didn't do it and then everything fell apart and now they're mad at me somehow. Yeah. You know, when... Um, your girlfriend's mad at you because you said something stupid. You know, when your mom's not doing, maybe she's fucking not feeling good and you're a little worried. You know, my parents are getting old these days, man. My parents get sick. I'm like, fuck, is this it? Oh, I'm like, terrified. Yeah. yeah, man. So like, you know what I mean? I'm always thinking like that too. Like, so I, when the shit's falling apart in life and the heater in the truck's broken and I can't see where I'm driving and the, <laughs> it's snowing and shit and everything's, everything's shit and bad and you're like, oh my God, and I'm broke. It's, and blah, it's kind blah, of blah. always about perspective. If you just close your eyes and think, ah, oh, but I got this really cool thing going with her my mom is i hung out with her today we went out to the bar and we had a drink and you know fuck i'm at least i got a little bit of work this week even though i'm broke at least i'm, I'm not, i don't have zero work if you can just focus on and blake taught was a massive part of me going <laughs> everything's falling apart Whoa. but everything's gonna be fine yeah it's not uh, panic he got Honestly, you some lamas the, huh? the giving birth breathing <laughs> pattern works for panic attacks too boys try it <laughs> i'm telling you Anyways, it's focusing on the positive can be good. So in that way, and this is where I want to kind of get to uh, everything's about Star Wars with me. <laughs> Star Wars is the most relevant franchise on the planet. Good luck. Aside Anakin. from the office. Good luck, Anakin. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing you taught me. There's no such thing as luck, master. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just one of the greatest moments in Star Wars. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Hayden and Obi-Wan. Hayden and, and Ewan are back together for the new series, and I'm so excited. I, I read that oh, there's all these articles out about how Kathleen Kennedy was on set and how it was super emotional when they met up. They were in the robes again, and yeah. they won't say if it's a flashback scene. It must be because he's Vader. So there, if he's in the robes, there's no way he's... It, there's no way that it's it's not a flashback scene, obviously, because the, the show will take place when he's Darth Vader during the time. So it's going to be him probably having a dream or, or maybe remembering so something. Here, here's a freaky deaky thing. And I so, love it. so we talked about like, especially in the conspiracy theories, we we retapped into the conversation of how technology is listening to us, right? So then you went on uh, in the podcast episode, and you were actually talking about, uh, or you told me, anyways, specifically about the battle between Ahsoka and Vader, and, yeah, and like cuts off his mask and all that stuff. And sure enough, like two days ago on YouTube, 
on my Xbox, it pops up uh, recommended videos, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, at least I can watch it." Now. Twilight of the Apprentice, <laughs> in Twilight of the Apprentice, final battles with that. So called. I got to watch that. Yeah, you watched the scene. Oh yeah. my god, I cried. I swear <laughs> to God, when she cuts it and he says Ahsoka, and they got Matthew Lanter to do the voice. That's the same guy who did Anakin's voice in the series, and she just stops. She goes. Like she knows she's like, holy fuck. Cause she says, there's no way, there's no way, man. My, my boy would not do the shit you do it. Killing kids and being an (laughs) asshole like this and slaying Wookiees. Like, come on, man. And then he's like, oh, and there's a scene, there's a a moment earlier. I don't know if you caught it, but where Ezra, he's a little boy and he's like, no, he's like, stands no chance. And he puts those lights. Oh yeah. yeah, And he goes, I'm not afraid of you. And he goes, and all dude, the writing, it's all felonia. Yeah. Then you will die braver than most, and yeah. just starts fucking him up. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then Ahsoka's like, "You're not, you're not Anakin. Like you're, you're, you're gonna kill this kid. Yeah. Anakin wouldn't do that." And then she, fought, they go for a call, they go for a go, and you can see his form too is fucking flawless. And she, God, I love the way they write that show because you could see in her eyes while they're fighting, and she's blocking his form too. That the, the way people don't understand that when they fight, they're not just like boom, boom, boom. It gets choreographed, and in the movies, that starts with George in the prequels he made sure that there was moments in the battle that were very important so that with the forms and and the way that you kind of play mentally with your opponent and he and it's in the shows too because Filoni he taught Filoni how to do that that was he was like his apprentice and in that battle specifically it's you you see her start to realize how similar her she blocks the same way that he taught her and it works like she's like he's letting her yeah get away with it like uh, if I wanted you I could have you it's fair I've read a bunch of articles on the way it was written and the an- analyzing it but I'm glad you got to see that yeah so back to uh luck so today- I feel lucky to live in the same <laughs> galaxy as Star Wars and be able to at least watch that shit I feel pretty lucky about that so for me today uh being the first snowfall it, do you feel it, lucky that you can watch the office when you're sad see this is the kind of yeah. shit oh, like of when course. I'm having a bad day and I'm like fuck everything everybody hates me I know that I can go home and watch Attack of the Clones and be yep. a happy camper. The same way I can also go home and pretty much watch any season, any episode of The Office, exclu- except for the one where Michael leaves, <laughs> and maybe except for the one where Pam and Jim are going to break up, although they don't, and maybe there's a f- or the one where Dwight's really sad because Angela's with the senator and he finally realizes it. Like There's a few episodes where I just can't if I'm having a sad day because it'll make it worse. But like, I, there's ne- other than those like five or six. Any episode can make me go, oh, life isn't so bad. So yeah. that's where you perspective is everything. So today, because uh, it's the first snowfall and I'm the guy, I'm the go hard. I'm like, oh man, we need more snow, more, more. Anyways, I woke up today. I was like, it's kind of the perfect snowfall because the, the, dri- the driveways are just wet, not covered in snow. The roads aren't covered in snow, but the grass is covered in snow, the the patio furniture is covered in snow. And it's cold enough to hold until morning. It's going to be three degrees in the morning, and it's going to go away quick. Yeah, that sucks. But it's also supposed to snow again a couple days. Couple, uh, yeah, probably. So, so that excited me. So today, in prepping for the podcast, I was like, okay, payday's on Wednesday. I'm broke ass. So I was like, well, fuck. Okay, so I had to make it work. Tamara gave me a couple lottery tickets. I was like, okay, cool. Got to the gas station. Today was also cheaper gas day, even though it's still stupid expensive. But rather than being like 140 to 150 per liter, it was 138. It was 133. Uh, so, so I was like, 133? Okay. Yeah. So Holy, I was like, where oh, the I, fuck is that? That was uh, down in Ultramar. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was. And then this is the sound of the door slamming. <laughs> so My truck starting. 
truck sounds like a motorcycle. <laughs> me driving to Ultramar to get down dollar thirty three gas. Which Ultramar? The one at by Durham College? No, the one just down the street. Oh fuck! I never. I'm ever out this way. <laughs> Anyways, but I mean, today was cheaper gas day, so I was like, okay, sweet. So I go out to get the cheaper gas, and then my bank fees went through. So now the money that I had in the bank, I don't have in the bank. Do you mind me asking how much that is? It was just I had twenty like, bucks. I had like fifteen bucks. Okay, so. I'm with Simply Financial, and I'm telling you, they don't have banks, right? They used to be a PC Financial, and then yeah. PC went out of business or some shit, and then now they're Simply. So I just stuck with it. Right? I didn't really give a fuck. They don't have any banks. So, yeah, it sucks because you can't physically go to the bank. But I pay, and I have hundreds of transactions in and out of my bank. Like, three grand in a month in, in, in microtransactions, 100 150 $200 increments, sometimes $50 increments for ban- for, for um. Uh, customers sending me labor money yeah. and parts money for dumb shit. A hundred dollar blower motor, eighty dollars for oil and a filter. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like n- nothing huge. And then I now then I'll get like six hundred dollars for like a big job where it's like a four hundred dollar part. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. So when I do that, like I don't pay any fees. I would pay a lot because they've got over. You, if you use it so many times, get so many transfers and so many debit transactions, you, you have to pay extra fees. You know what I mean? When, you, when you're with a bank. So simply allows, so as much as it sucks, if I lose my bank card, I'm fucked. I have to call and wait three days to get one. That's not a good three days, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, but technically you could e-transfer to, you know, a friend or somebody and, you know, be like, hey, can I e-transfer to my apprentice? I could use Well, him. I mean, you should be able to use your, like, your uh, you, phone banking, like, uh, the, I, oh, through an app. I don't have, well, I have, yeah, you, I have the app, but I don't have the pay. Like so I've Sam, you really? can set your phone up to Samsung it, yeah. Pay. I have Samsung Pay, but it's not set up. Oh, I, so set it up. <laughs> I will never do that. I don't like it. I don't like that you just smack. So what if I lose my, I don't have a lock screen for my phone and I'm never going to have one because I'll, I'm not going to fucking, I don't understand how all you people, and I, I know I say you people a lot, okay? It's just Don Cherry style. No, but I mean like, I mean you people and people who aren't crazy because I'm bipolar and, 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 and it makes me. It gives me an advantage in a lot of ways with certain things like memorizing things and having a personality and all this kind of shit. But it also completely ruins me in a lot of other ways. And this is kind of one of them. I don't, I, the, the OC, maybe it's OCD. I don't know, but it's a part of this fucked up head that I don't know how every time you turn your screen on, you have to draw a little goddamn square or type in four digits. Every time. Do you know how many times a day I open my phone screen? I would, uh, hundreds, probably 200 a day if you actually kept track. Even that, that yeah. even that is too much. I'm already annoyed. You de- took you three tries <laughs> to get the thumbprint to open on his phone just now. Yeah. I would be if I was in the truck trying to trying to fucking send a text or trying to do something. Well, and, and it did that. I'd throw the fucking phone across the <laughs> truck, and that would be the end of it. I do it all the time. I can't I can't handle it. I don't like that thing. So I never do that. My phone, and I also don't have like nudes on my phone or anything like that. Like if I get sent them or whatever. Like, I might save it or whatever, but it, it's nothing saved. I don't have anything saved on the phone. It's like, I, everything gets... So you have to go- log into your bank stuff every time? Yeah, I have to type a, a number in every time. Okay. And I can only e-transfer and move things around. I have to have my card to actually buy anything. But one of these days, I'm going to lose my card and wish I did that. So bad. But I just don't like... So if I was to drop my phone or leave it somewhere, then anybody could just use it to fucking buy shit. Yeah, that's and why I, I prefer the security. <laughs> and that, that's all. But I'm, it's never... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, for me, it's like, okay, so either I have to deal with a phone that for each one of the 250 times a day I open and I have to do something to get into it. Well, or I could just make sure I don't lose my debit card. Yeah. Which I'm pretty so, good for. So you know how uh, you just said it took three tries to get in? That was, so, that was three again? Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> This is actually why I'm actually going to go back to Apple uh, next oh, year. Oh, it's an iPhone. 
Oh, no, this, this is Android. This is a Samsung? Uh, this is why I'm going to go back to Apple next year because I've had so many screen issues with yeah. Androids that it's just like I, I have I'm no I'm going to be honest. Am I, my apprentice, Adam, has a sale. You got, you got a brand new, really expensive Samsung. The A20 is the new one? Yeah, that's one A21 of the new ones. or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. And the fucking, he dropped, like, it barely, it's like the tiniest little piece of the corner. Just, like, tap something, and the whole fucking screen just, it didn't happen right away, but the top of it kind of got discolored, and then as, a, as the week went by, it lost more of the screen. It looked like it, <laughs> it, looked like it was cracking itself, but yeah. the screen was, was fine. And it, it, he's had issues, too, and they're like, oh, not our problem. We have to go back to send to Samsung, and they have to reimburse you. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and to replace the screen on an Android phone, it, it costs more. Like as much as a phone. It's like 500 yeah. bucks by the yeah. time they take it all apart and everything. Yeah, it's fucking expensive. Because there's the touch screen, and then there's the actual screen. And if you have to replace both, which is what happens if the screen's got any discoloration or anything, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. That's bad luck. <laughs> that is horrible luck. Yeah. So that's why Buy I'm going to go back with that. Uh, yeah. I always prefer a case and uh, a tempered glass. So I'm going to go back to Apple next year. But... Back on the, the topic of luck. So today, in regards to my bank fees coming out, I'm like, shit, I don't have money for this. Cash the lottery tickets. I'm like, well, I still want to have at least a beer when Alex comes over for the podcast. So I put $8 of fuel in, which will last me until payday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Eek and buy, right? I'll leave you some cash for the beers, bro. <laughs> don't worry about it. And then, uh, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it started out. As uh, kind of a frustrating day when I made it to the gas station and I saw that the transaction, my first transaction was canceled. I was like, what the hell? I went to check my phone. Fuck, I forgot my phone. How can I check my bank account? God damn it. Drove back home, grabbed my phone, checked the bank account. Fuck, don't have enough. Now I need to go <laughs> off and do this and go do that, go do that. So, but because of the day, I didn't. I didn't let it bother me that much. I was like, okay, it's snowy out. I'm going to put up Christmas lights. That's that's keeping my mood up. You can't ruin me life. I see. I'm not a religious guy uh, by any means, but I, I talk to God. Like, I literally will be, like, in the truck, and I'll look up, and I'll go, oh, you're fucking playing games today, are you? <laughs> oh, you're fucking pushing it. Oh, buddy. Oh, the tests are coming. Okay, okay, okay. So you're going to have this. This is this is texting here, and it's fucking going on here. And Okay, okay. What the fuck else have you got? Because I think you seem to, you seem to be brainstorming. How the fuck with me? Pretty hard, bro. <laughs> and, 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 Adam, and Adam will just look over and go, who are you talking to? <laughs> it's just like, that asshole. The one that made all of this. It's his fault because it makes me feel better to play. I was raised, you know, to be Christian and read the Bible and all that shit. So when I'm in like panic mode, like when I'm, you know what I mean? Having a fucking panic attack or, or going off or like getting really stressed about the day, I go back into little kid mode and it's like, I, I can blame this on him. Yeah. It was what I did my whole life when my parents beat each other up and when we had to like, you know, grab our shit and escape in the night. And when we ended up like when we when all the bad shit and my parents got divorced and all the fucked up shit that went on when I was a kid, it was always just like, well, it's his fault. He's He's just fucking with us, man. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. what Christian people teach you. It's just a test. It's just a way for you to get stronger. And when you're a dumb kid, you believe it. You don't realize that it's just shitty people doing shitty things. Yeah. And then if we were all fucking adults, then uh, none of it would happen. But either way, <clears throat> I still do it when I go into that mode now where I can kind of blame an entity, right? Yeah. So when it's Christmas time, I kind of have this hilarious thing where I'm just like... <laughs> I'm just like, we're down here celebrating your fucking kid and you're being an asshole like this. You're throwing a day <laughs> at me like this. Really? I'm not putting up decorations this year if you keep it up. It's kind of a funny. <clears throat> so I ended up having one of the worst side of lucks of bad luck. One of the worst side of bad lucks. Uh, 
The worst cases of bad luck. Can there we, you go. There, there go. you go. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I was out in Port Elgin. And so I had to get out there uh, for work. And it was for the uh, for Unifor, steam cleaning uh, the car union's uh, training facility. Steam clean my car anytime. <laughs> So we're out there, uh, we finished the job, and I was actually out there with my boss, who was going out to his family's place, which was out in Sault Ste. Marie. So, Or the Sioux, as we call it out yeah, here in Ontario. Hey, fuck there, bud. You know, it's so, not too far from Sudbury. So when, we, so when we finished, uh, he left, and he must have been, he ended up getting close to two hours away by the time I ended up being stuck in this scenario that I'm about to talk about. So... My GPS is uh, trying to take me to a highway, but down some of the back roads. And as I'm going down one of this back road, it says it's an unfinished road. And I'm like, oh, great. And the, the road is complete ice. So I'm like, well, now I need to find a place to turn around. I'm like, I can't, I'm a giant GMC. I can't just turn around on the street with all the ice. So I finally see a bit of a, I finally see another street. And as I kind of try to turn around, this street is on more of a decline. It's like, oh, this is going to be problematic. So as I'm trying to turn around, um, the GMC slides into a ditch. Now I'm stuck in a ditch on an all-ice road. I was like, well, that sucks. So I'm calling my boss. I'm like, so the GMC is stuck in an, in a ditch on an all-ice road. On what, a- what is this? Is this like last year? This was two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, stuck in a ditch on a, on an ice road in a back road, like three hours away from and my work. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm, I'm kind of actually kind of scared. I pick up my phone and, uh, I, no I, signal. no, no, no. I had a signal, but I was searching up a tow truck and my data ran out. I was like, Oh, I don't have any data that sucks so i was still able to call tamara and i'm freaking out i'm like okay i'm i'm in a ditch so i'd call my boss and my boss is like okay you're in a ditch on ice road you have a power washer with you power wash the ice so i was like okay cool i power washed the ice now the ice is mud and i'm still stuck in a ditch yeah (laughs) what good advice (laughs) so uh i end up getting it out somehow so i get it out and i'm at the top of this decline you got it out on your own yeah are you fucking serious? I'm serious. So I get it out, and I'm stuck at the top of this decline, but now I'm starting to slide down this side street. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, my foot is on the brake. I put the e-brake on, and I'm still sliding down this ice pure hill. Pure ice. Pure ice hill. Done. I'm like, what the fuck? I've had that. I had it with my Saturn once. You're so just like, I can't. I'm stuck. I'm fucked. So uh, just before I was out of data, I Googled a tow truck. Called the tow truck. The tow truck's like, I can't help you. And I was like, well, what do you mean you can't help me? It's like, you ever try to run on ice in a boot? In a rubber boot? Yeah. It's the same thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, So what do I do? He's like, well, I can come out to the road and see if I can help you with something. So he was going to come out to where I was, but stop just where the unassumed road started. And then see if he can get a winch over to you and kind of pull you out. Yeah. So... He was taking forever, and I was freaking out as I'm sliding further and further and down the down this road. And then finally, the truck stops at like the bottom of this hill, and I get out. And while I'm trying to find a solution, and uh, the the power washing obviously isn't working, I'm I'm 
actually freaking out. I'm calling Tamara. I'm freaking out. I've fallen like three times at this point, smashed my head, elbow, and knee on the ice. So now I'm like hurt. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I am not a religious guy whatsoever. This, this is the when I start going, I do not get paid enough for this shit. I say that a lot <laughs> when I'm like falling. I am not a religious man whatsoever, but I prayed that day. I don't know if you're up there, you asshole. <laughs> not but quite I could like use that. a favor right now if you haven't noticed. My elbows are bleeding. My phone dad is out. I believe I'm going to lose my right toe to hypothermia. Or for fuck for so, fuck's sakes, well, what do you want, blood? So I'm praying. That's how I pray. I'm just praying for a solution. And 20 seconds after I finish praying, a tractor with like a bulldozer front comes out and it's like, wow, it looks like you're stuck. I was like, yeah. He's like, do you want me to try to like put uh, the front of my, the bulldozer there? Yeah, the, the, the fucking, the, the big uh, cup. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it a cup. <laughs> Let's, the big the cup. Do you want me it's to- a hoe. It's like a backhoe style thing, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll, call yeah. it, we'll call it the hoe. Okay. We'll call it the hoe. Can you tell we don't do construction? That's the right. The construction guys are laughing right now. <laughs> Listen, pull a motor out of a car and then you can talk to me. All right. They're construction. Dan, so hold your sign. He puts the front of his hoe down on the ice with all the weight behind it and scrapes the ice out and it breaks up all the ice. Beautiful. And I'm able to get traction. I get up and then I take off and I see the tow truck just come into the unassumed part. I was like, I'm good. This uh, this guy here, God sent him. Like, he he saved me right here. Yeah. This guy's good. Thank you for coming out. Sorry, it was kind of a waste of time. <laughs> but, uh, but thanks, I'm on my way. So I started on my way and I was like, I prayed and I got an answer. <laughs> Fucked up, eh? Yeah. Oh man! See, I don't know. I've, I've, I kind of, uh, I find that that saying that uh, they say God will never give you more than you can handle. That I, I, I get that a lot. But now I've just philosophically turned it around to the when I'm at my most pissed off and I'm, I've, and I'm, a, I've blown a gasket. Once I start yelling and screaming and throwing things, that's when everything fucking falls into place. Like the other, <laughs> that's. But if I don't, if I don't, if I just stay calm, it'll just get worse. It's like, it's like you have a vein throbbing. Oh, yeah, I have the vein. I've actually, oh, my goodness, that's <laughs> funny you say that. Yeah, that's a known <laughs> thing amongst anybody that's like, yeah, hangs out with me too much. They see the vein. Alex's vein, the vein's popping out. We should leave the bar now. <laughs> or Alex's vein is popping out. Yeah, I think it's time to finish this day at work and just call it a day. But, um, it's like, yeah, so the other day, um, there's no heat in the truck. I'm very cold. We get to... First off, I got a customer that's like, I need these winters on now. It's snowing currently. And he's like, I need them now. Ah, oh, my wife leaves for work at like 3.30. It's 1. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go <laughs> up there. I get to this guy's house rushing in the cold truck in the wet snow. Yeah. Um, get there and realize that the jack is not in the truck. So now I have to drive even quicker to where the jack is, which is another customer's house. Get the jack. Go back over. I get one of the tires off. The tires don't fit. <laughs> He's bought tires from... Yeah, where the fuck these tires come from? Well, it came from a Chevy Cruze. This is a fucking Toyota Camry. <laughs> well, they're five bolts. That doesn't mean shit! Dude, <laughs> Jesus, fuck! 114 millimeters, standard. That is not the same. Anyways, <sighs> there's some things you just need to know about. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? He's just a customer. Just needs help. You can't yell at this guy. Yeah. He doesn't know a fucking thing about tires. Decided to buy tires off a cruise and thought they'd fit his Camry. <gasps> it's not his fault. I was that guy when I was like 19 or 22. 
And then I went to auto school, and I might still be that guy if I hadn't. That's how I try to tell my. That's what I try to tell myself. Yeah. So we helped them get some tires, buy them online, and I'm like, okay, I'll come back later. Then like you know, you go to leave, and the back end of the truck skids over shit, and then I got another customer messaging me bitching about this stuff. Like and everything's just going the wrong. And then I realize I've lost my wallet. Oh, my wallet's gone. It's not in the truck. It's not with me. I go to the guy throws me like uh, twenty bucks, and I go to go to the to the gas station. And I was like, I'll put 30 in. I'll put 50 in. I mean, it's a dollar fucking 45 a liter. So if you put 20 in it, in a truck like mine, it, it doesn't do shit. So I'm like, I should put 30 in. I can't now because I have no debit card. And like I said, I don't have bank fees. So if my <laughs> debit card's gone, I'm four or five days before I can get it. I'm like, oh my God, my tax filing shit just came in. I have like $500 I'm about to get from filing tax CRA stuff. And I can't fucking do shit with it. And I start freaking out. I haven't thought to myself, logically, I can e-transfer it to anybody who's a friend of mine. My mom, Adam, my apprentice, anybody would take it. And just yeah. be like, here you go. Bud. Here's the, pull the cash. But I'm not, I don't think about that. I'm just like, ah, my debit card. And that's when it, that's what sets me off. That's the moment. I throw the wallet. I get out of the truck. I go, fuck this fucking cocksucking day. God fucking damn it. And I kick the truck and I throw my tube and I punch something so that my pinky's all swollen. And that's when I get a phone call from my buddy Vince. And he goes, found your wallet, Alex. And you're like, oh, I take that back. And, <laughs> and, uh, and Greg calls me and goes, I got a set of tires. They're bought, paid for. It's right around the corner. Do these work? I'm like, yes, they do. He's like, I'll throw you an extra few bucks to come out and do it again. I was, and everything, just everything fell in place in that fucking moment. Uh, my girl was really pissed at me too. And within 10 minutes of that, I got a message like, hey, babe, we hanging out? You know what I mean? So it's like everything that I was just like on edge about, but I had to lose it. If I, I was like so calm and good, I'd smoked a bunch of weed. Smoke your weed, Alex. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. And yep. it, just, it, it just didn't work. So it's, I feel like it's like, yeah, that whole, he won't give you more than you can handle. I feel like with me, that's exactly what he does. Here, <laughs> here's just enough so that you have a fucking aneurysm and then everything will be fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You need to go over the edge before everything's okay. Maybe my level of tolerance for shit hitting the fan is just lower than other people's. But I have this weird feeling it's higher. Much higher. I really do. I just feel like it. I mean, running your own business is a fucking nightmare. And I do a pretty calm job of it for the 90% part of it. You know, but anyways. And uh, unless, yeah. Unless you get transmission fluid on your hat. Then... I still haven't washed that hat either. Still stinks. Like it. I just give yeah. it up. I actually lost like four toques this week now. I've just given my sonic toques still gone. Still mad about that. You had to talk about toques, didn't you, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Okay, got a quick, quick, quick story, though, about you're talking about the, the truck sliding into that ditch. Yeah. So I was an idiot. I had an old Corsica, and I was with the ex-wife, and I was doing security at the Oshawa Airport. So, and it's wintertime. It's like January. So, yeah. and it's so, and there, I don't know if you realize, but there's no contract for plowing. This is when GM was using the airport for storage for the, they had extra Impalas. So they would store them at the airport because the airport didn't have any traffic going on in the winter anyway. Yeah. So I'm watching a field of cars and my girlfriend would, or ex-wife at the time would, would come out and, you know, bring me food and shit or we'd hang out. So I almost killed myself driving the Corsica down this, like you say, pure the, a road where, like, if you get out of the car and it's in park and you pushed the car from behind, the car goes, the car moves. I had a V6 Corsica and I could get go. I was like just testing how how slick it was, and I could I could push the car. Could have pushed it right into a ditch with my bare <laughs> fucking hands, three thousand pounds, yeah. because it's just pure ice. There's yeah. no traction. You better not start moving because you're not going to stop. Yeah. So you do naturally. <laughs> so, anyways. 
I almost fucking flipped this car fucking around on this road. And then she shows up and she's in the car and I'm like, I'm going to show you what I did where I almost fucked the car up. <laughs> and as I go down the road to show that uh, it lose complete control and the car just goes sideways into the ditch. It took three tractors and six hours to get it out. It was a fucking night. Like it was sideways gone. <laughs> and we had to do the same thing. Like once we realized that we couldn't winch it, there was not enough traction uh, on the road to get it out. Yeah. We had to dig it out. And so what, what he did is he had, um, not a backhoe, but he'd had, <laughs> the other one the excavator yeah an excavator so he was just going like you like, like putting it in like fist mode we'll call it and just going like this and breaking shit up and then me and the ex-wife are out with these little shovels that we got from the airport security guys shoveling them the ice that he's breaking up out of the way so that i can get enough traction on this front wheel drive piece of shit car to get out it was a nightmare as yeah. well i'm a fucking dumbass. But it was a lot <laughs> anyways yeah ice man it's a killer so uh, Friday, Friday the 13th is a bad luck day for a lot of people, but I always considered it a good luck day. So I tend to go against the grain for the most part. So if everybody's, if everybody's going to designate a day to be a bad luck day, I'm going to say, no, this is a good luck day and completely spin it. But there was one screwed up time when I was working at uh, that thrift store. Um, and I, <laughs> I parked in the parking lot and as... I'm walking towards work. I see a car hit another car and both drivers just kind of like, like it, it was like, bang. Okay. They kind of totaled the corners of each of their vehicles and nobody said a thing. And they just kind of like steered away and drove away. What? Like, what? And they were completely like numb almost. And then I well, both their cars were fucked. Yeah. Then I watched somebody else hit a parked car and then keep driving as if nothing happened. Then I watched a pedestrian get hit by a car, get up and keep walking as if nothing happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, have you ever seen That's a fucked up day? I know. So there, I don't know if you've ever seen these things, but you can like, you can YouTube like, uh, matrix, like enter the matrix kind of, yeah. kind of days and, and see a lot of fucked up things. This to me was like that shit. Like this is a glitch in the system. Are those not real people? Like, <laughs> like, like boom, and they're just like, I don't know what to do. I haven't been programmed how to talk to this person yet. We're not at that level. <laughs> Quick, the humans are looking. <laughs> Drive away. Yeah. Like idle NPCs. Were those just... were those some Smiths? <laughs> and they're just like they're looking. Let's go. It's not the one. <laughs> like what the fuck just happened? That's really weird. So I went in and, and I said something to my boss, and I was like. Something weird's going on today because I just witnessed a bunch of car accidents in the parking lot and they kept driving as if nothing happened. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I saw a couple today that, that went weird too. So really weird. Um, but I believe you. And I was like, okay. And that was it. That was, that was like the most that was said. And then nothing else happened that was weird afterwards. I'm like, okay. So we just experienced a glitch in the matrix and everything's fucked up, but everybody's okay with it. So we cool. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my story about the Ouija board thing where yeah. my, with the, with me and my buddy and then the motorcycle thing, that was one of those things for me. I was just like, what the, there's no, this isn't, this isn't real. Like even, even to talk about it now, it's like, this just, it didn't happen. Like in my head, it didn't happen. But when you, when you're living in that moment, it's like when you see those movies, you're like, can you imagine 
it's like you just went to sleep in a bunker and then like came up and the world had ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you put yourself in the in the shoes of whatever's going on in the movie, and then when something had happened like in real life, where you're like, I don't have to put myself in the shoes anymore. I'm in the shoes. I'm in the shoes. I'm in the shoes. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did this Ouija board come from? I didn't hit you. What do you mean you didn't hit me? Oh my god, the ghosts are real. <laughs> like that's. It's fucking hard, man. It's 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 it's, it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, maybe not. It's not all just hearsay. I love that kind of <laughs> shit. Superstition's hard to to not take seriously when it's happening to you for reals. Oh yeah, black cats are bad luck apparently, but they're so fucking adorbs. I love black cats. Oh, I've had yeah. I've had many. I think that they're almost lucky because I don't know. They're just cute and adorable. Yeah. And uh, so I used to believe uh, cats hated. They me. They hang out with witches, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I used to believe cats hated me because I was hunted by a black cat once. And so there was a friend of mine who was actually uh, babysitting, and she was like, hey, why don't you come over and keep me company? So I went over, kept her company, and this... Kept her company, dude. No, nothing sexual. Just chilled with her. And anyways... How was that company? The, 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 it was terrible. The cat was hunting me. <laughs> <laughs> the cat like would see, like, who the fuck is this guy, and come at me. So like I was like... It got to the point where I was trying to shoo it away with pillows and then started throwing pillows at it. And then I'm sitting on the couch one time and it was a sectional. And I guess where I was sitting was right where the crease was in the sectional. And I feel a little scratchy it's scratch going through. on my back. <laughs> and I move forward. I'm like, what the hell? And there's a paw. There's a paw searching for me. Yeah, just I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just yeah. like... Like, 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 just like, just like, like <laughs> yeah. kind of like the way your parents' hands would go in the back seat with <laughs> yeah. you were fucking around with your, yeah, like you're fucking around with your brothers and sisters or your kids, like that. Yeah. But it's the cat paw, like, I'm gonna fucking get you. We'll get yeah. you. I sort of got him. Um, my, my sister, Samantha, there, she's got like this cat, Larry, that we helped her rescue, and he's like that. Him and I fight, and he'll do shit like that. But yeah, I've, 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 I've had girlfriends' <laughs> cats that are like that. So for that's the funny. So for the longest time, I thought that cats just didn't like me. And then, my sister got a cat who was like a best pal to me. And then my mom got a cat who was very skittish. And then she got another cat that was a best pal to me. So I was like, all right, it was just that cat. <laughs> um, and it was a black one. I got to be honest. I'm kind of like, because I'm allergic to everything. So I'm, I'm on, like, if, if I had my friend's cat fucking with me like that, every time the claw caught me, they would swell up and be super itchy and screw with me really hard. So. I have this horrible habit of going to people's houses and being like, their dogs or cats come up and they're just like, nope, nope, keep it away. I can't touch the thing. And they're like, okay. And it's and like, then you're all like, no, nope. <laughs> it's like, it's like they know. No, it's like they know. Yeah. So like hanging out with this girl, cat's super not interested in people at all. I'm like, good, perfect. This is the cat for me. You know what I mean? It's not going <laughs> to bother with me. Within like, Two weeks, the cat's sleeping on my legs on my side of the bed when I'm there, right? I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this didn't work out at all. And she's like, yeah, we like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was adorable, but at the same time, I was like, fuck. And now I'm, now I'm sneezing all over the place. Now, here's the thing is the more I hang out with whatever animal, then the less allergic I get. It's new animals that get me the worst. Like the first time I touch one or the first time or whatever. So that's what... Makes it so frustrating because I love kitties and I love puppies. You know, I love all my things. I want to get them pets, <laughs> but I fucking can't because then I like, I swell up and look like retarded. Yeah, that's right. I used it. Okay. I definitely look like I have something that's not all there. When I, like one of my eyes will droop because it's swollen. <laughs> my lip will swell. Like I seriously look fucked up. Derpy. <laughs> Indeed. Derpy. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Uh, well, here's some more dumb luck. So uh, in another episode, I actually talked about when uh, my mom separated from my stepdad. And 
she ended up buying a house. The house she bought was was abandoned. So when we moved into it, all the pipes that were filled with water had essentially been kind of frozen over. So anyways, it was like, okay, Mark, you get the basement. Let's move all your stuff into the basement. So first off, just, just before uh, I get there, I'm suffering from a hernia at this point. So I'm not allowed Ow. so I'm not allowed to lift anything over five pounds. And the TV that I have is a huge tank at the time. It's like a Toshiba 39-inch. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. I had one right up until like 2010, and that was the last. I was like, I'm not moving this motherfucking CRT. It was a CRT <laughs> flat screen. Yeah. What big ass. Yeah. So, so but it the w- picture quality, Mark. <laughs> My PlayStation looks so good. At the time, bed. 1080i was in. <laughs> All right. Oh, I played Metal Gear Solid on that fucking TV so hard. So, we're going to move, and as it's about to go into the moving truck, I'm trying to put it in, and I'm getting in shit now from my family. You're not allowed to lift over five pounds. Put that down. I'm like, but, but I asked my brother, and he said later. It's like okay, so he, later. I'm like, but it's starting to rain, and it's sitting outside. Fuck your brother. Go get oh, it. Oh, <laughs> okay. And so they actually went to get him and and put it in the truck. What I didn't think of was like that was foreshadowing with my stuff getting wet. I because <laughs> when we moved into the place and I'd said like oh it was abandoned so there was like ice and shit in in the pipes. We moved all my stuff into the basement and turned the pipes on and, and they all blew up. Those pipes burst, soaking literally everything I own. That's bad luck. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so good luck. Good luck story. Good luck story. Okay. Certain situations have happened in my life that blow my mind. My mom swears I have a horseshoe up my ass. Um, and but, but then, like, you know, you think of all the BP. Like, is it lucky to have a fucked up head like this? Not really. Is it lucky? There's not a lot of shit that's not lucky to it. Also not lucky. To, I, I think anybody that comes from, like, a poor family, it's kind of like people are like, oh, you should be grateful you were born in Canada because this is a pretty great country. You know, you could have been born in fucking, you know, pretty much, you know, anywhere that's not a first world country. You know, would you want to be in Afghanistan and be trying to like jump onto those planes to try and get the fuck out of there? Like, would you like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want to be one of them or do you want to be, you know, you got this hard life in Canada thing. So you can always kind of, like you said, once again, perspective. But then, you know, some shit, you're like, yeah, I guess I got a little bit of luck. So when I was a kid, I was just used to wear hoods all the time. And uh, I was walking through a baseball field and I got hit in the face with a metal baseball bat right in the face really hard <laughs> Ow. swung for the ball hit the ball and I was the follow through oh yeah <laughs> knock me the fuck out onto the ground I was eight or nine and I'll never forget this as long as I live I'll never forget it just felt like I got punched really hard it, you know what I mean and I just <laughs> you swing a bat like a bitch and I look I get, up, I get up off the ground and I look at everybody and the looks on their faces it's just horrified. Like they, everyone thought I was going to die or I was dead. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but I, I went to stand up and my whole head was split open. And, it was, and I just remember seeing the purple blood. I couldn't open my right eye because the flap of skin was laying over top of it. So <laughs> I was like moving the skin to see. And I was like, Oh, and it was just fucked up. So when I got to the hospital, it was super traumatic. They had to like tie me down because they had to stitch my face up and shit. Good doctors. This is back when the Oshawa General Hospital, before it was owned by Lake Ridge, was a bunch was a fucking laughing stock of the um, doctoring community, yeah. <laughs> which is what it is now. The cancer center is pretty awesome, but other than that, just you know, don't don't have a baby there. Um, so before Lake Ridge took over and it kind of went to shit, um, they did an awesome job. Stitched my face back up, and the doctor said if that baseball bat hit a quarter inch higher, quarter of an inch. It's not a lot of space. Okay, 
I'd be brain dead on that side. I would have serious frontal lobe issues, which is memory and a lot of emotions and all kinds of other shit. And he says that half a quarter of an inch lower, no eye. I would have popped. The pressure from the bat would have popped my eye. And it could have bled out and killed, died if it bled into my skull. Probably would have just bled out of the socket, but not a good place to be. Can't never drive, you know, wear an arm AT for the rest of your life. I'm, I'm a kid. You know what I mean? Crazy shit. So, quarter inch, bud. Like, you hit me in, like, the perfect fucking place where all I got was some stitches, a cool-ass scar, and a couple weeks off school. Yeah. So, I mean, that's luck. I'm a lucky bitch right there. <laughs> I'll tell you. So, there's one. That's a good one where I kind of well, felt a little bit grateful. Another good luck story, again, comes down to perspective. So, uh, the odds were stacked against me in the fight for access to my second child. And one of the claims against me was that I, I wasn't unfit. I was unfit because I was so depressed. At the time, uh, I I dealt with my depression, and uh, and I was much better. So I was taking off the antidepressants, but the claim was still against me for depression, and that was that was strong in court. So what was amazing and very very lucky for me was she had left a prescription for antidepressants for her in my car. So when she was trying to claim that, I could claim the same thing for her. But very if she's trying to nice. claim that I'm unfit, so it was very, it was very fortunate. So it was it, that was actually used in the uh, in the, the the full trial. So yeah, you brought than, brought the pill bottle in. No, no, the the prescription. The, like, oh, the it, actual it, paper. Yeah, I got you. So that's yeah, yeah, that is luck with her name and the address on it. Where she done it, fucked up. And the address on it, which she also lied about lying, uh, living in Oshawa. Right. So it caught her in multiple lies. So it was like, it was, it was like my hail like Mary. God handed yeah. you the prescription. Yeah. It was like, here, here you, go. you go. Or whatever you so want to believe. So you're down on your luck. Here you go. And it's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was good. Yes. <laughs> that should be another <laughs> sample, man. <laughs> Fuck <it>. Yes. <laughs> um, Another kind of interesting one. So I lived with the uh, with in a building in Oshawa that you know because you lived at eight thirty five and I lived at eight eighty five. Yeah, I ended up living there later. So I'm there, and I go down. There's a chip machine in the lobby, so I and I go down in my pajamas to this chip machine nightly to get a bag of chips and a pop, pretty much. You know, it's a dollar for a pop. And I'm like, you know what? I'm supporting the local chip pop machine fucking guy. I mean, (laughs) I see the guy that fills it up. It's like a local dude that owns like 10 of them. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's also convenient. You know, I didn't have a car at the time. Like I was still doing the mobile mechanic thing, but uh, Blake and I had started it up and I I gave him, I went in on the van with him that day that we went out and got the van. So we bought that together and then I paid half the insurance and we were just splitting that. And he left it with him and I shared that pretty good. Yeah. But so I I just didn't have it all the time. So it was a night where I didn't have it. It was snowy and shit like that. Anyways, there was a shooting at that building, which I'm sure you remember. It was a Mazda that got popped up in 2017 or 18. There was a bad fentanyl. I remember watching three body bags go out of that place because there was a bunch of kids who wanted to just get some lines. Let's do some cooking. Oh my God. John, can you get some blow for us? Do you want to get, I know we're drinking. Oh, you want to scan a little fucked up. I, yeah, make some horny. Okay, call Jimmy and we'll get some. So they did and they went and got themselves a little, just get like a half ball. Who's got a 50 bucks? Jennifer, do you want to go in on cocaine with us? 
Okay, this is every party in Oshawa on a Friday, just so you know, okay? Yeah. When you get into your yeah. 30s, you're the guy that, Alex, do you want to come in? You're just like, no, I have work tomorrow. I'm going to go smoke weed, finish this beer, and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, they had done that in our building, and they all died. These three people, I was three girls, and there was a baby there. And the reason that the everyone knew is because the baby was screaming and crying, and everybody was fucking dead in the in the apartment and someone heard and called the police and they busted yeah. down the door. So they put out three body bags. So that building had some shit go down. <laughs> so first off, I'm not going to lie, when I was in that building, there might have been narcotics in my life. So they didn't kill me, uh, number one. And number two, I'll, one of the bullets from this motherfucking guy that capped the Mazda and it was some Scarborough girls. It was girls from Scarborough that came and capped. Yeah. I love it. Go girl. Power to the pussies. <laughs> power to the pussy girls. Do it up. Like, usually you're worried about the, the Scarborough the gangsters coming. But none of us, the Scarborough OG ladies coming to cap you. Mm-hmm, I'm going to get my nails done as soon as some, I cap you, bitch ass. Some Kill Bill shit. Love it, love it. Yeah, I love it. So anyway, so they did, but a straight bullet went to the lobby, and I swear to God, beside the chip machine, right outside of the elevator. And I thought to myself, I could have been walking through that fucking lobby and caught one in the head so easy. It was right at that level. It was like the bullet went yeah. into the wall. It was so cool, but it was just one of those weird moments where I was like, it could have been fucking me. Oh, that's a pretty quick way to go. If I got to choose a way to go, it's a bullet through the head while I'm on the way to get chips because I'm stoned. So at this time, uh, my sister was living in the neighboring building. and she decides And she decides to get a dog. I was like, why did, you get a, why did you get another dog? It's like, well, it's in case, you know, violence happens. I'm like, my pet peeve. To- I have a pet peeve with like, people that own a bunch of animals in a little apartment. I was like, are you trying to get the dog shot? Like what? Or not even that. Just like people that have an apartment of those that size, like those are what six hundred to eight hundred square feet. Some of those apartments is like yeah. big. Like they're not big, and you got like a fucking husky, like a big husky, and you're like, well, I walk it three times a day. I don't fucking care. You shouldn't have a husky in a six hundred square foot apartment. Should be fucking illegal. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I got a rant on I, that. I, I disagree. could go all I di- day. I disagree. We there. will agree to disagree. We agree to disagree there. Get a farm, you peasant. <laughs> That's where the huskies belong. Not in fucking 835 Oxford, you dipshit. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> no, 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 because I had Get a, gold, a Shih Tzu, I asshole. Had, I had a golden lab, and he went with me everywhere. And when I say went with me everywhere, I mean like we moved from house to house, to townhouse to apartment, to big apartment, to smaller apartment. And it didn't matter. Like, we... He was happy. Yeah, I was happy. Yeah. Was okay. Good. So there, there's except there's definitely not everyone like that though. I mean, I I've lived just when we were in that building. Like so many people had dogs. Yeah. And they're fucking. And then you'd have the people where they're like old and sickly, so the dogs <laughs> never even get to leave the apartment because they can't leave. It's <laughs> fucked. And they're like, why do you have this big ass dog and oh, you yeah. can't even go to the store? Yeah. I see that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking like that kind of shit where it's like yeah. you know. Anyways. If you're going li- to yeah. live in a little apartment like that, don't have a big yippy dog that's going to keep your neighbors up or don't have a little yippy dog that's going to keep your neighbors up. Remember, you live in a building. Just be nice. If you're going <laughs> to have a yippy dog that barks, go buy a house. Yeah. My buddies that have yippy dogs ha- live in houses and nobody cares. Man, so I'm not one for actually going out to pick fights, but when I lived in uh, the Rideau townhouses and I had, I had my dog Max, uh, they would accuse my dog of, of whiny barking, which he did do if I wasn't there. And then I started taking him over to my mom's to, to dog sit while I went off to work. Yeah. And then I'd still get complaints from the neighbor. Oh, the whiny dog's still barking. And you're like, so, <laughs> so I find, so the, the dog's not there. The dog's not there. You so I'm fucking like, prick. so I, I'm literally, I actually, uh, I threw a party one night and got nice and fucking ripped. 
And I'm outside my fucking man. calling on the neighbor. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You think my dog's fucking noisy? How about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mark I want to go partying with, man. <laughs> fuck yeah. You think my dog's noisy? Uh, wait till you feel these knuckles upside your fucking head. Oh, I love it. That's amazing. I'm not... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Adam's got the same situation going on in his place where they're always complaining about the dog, right? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So his dad had got, was off work for like a week and they always used to complain and be like, oh, fucking every time buddy goes to work, dog just makes a bunch of noise. And they filed uh, complaints with the city, like real paperwork. Like they're like, they could get evicted. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And they're like, I don't get it. Like we're not here. How do we know? Kind of thing. So uh, buddy takes a week off work because uh, he's sick. But uh, because me and Adam are working together, we're taking both vehicles. So the, both vehicles are gone, so it looks like he's gone. And like you say, the complaints don't come. They got another complaint from the city. And he's like, I've been home, and I, I don't leave. And the dog sits beside me. Like, I, I know the dog's not making noise because it's watching fucking hockey with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what are you, ta- what are you talking about? It's been, it's been almost two weeks now I've been off kind of shit. So, I lo- yeah, I got to love that. You know what? Kind of like Gina Carano got in shit for posting that thing where it's like if you're ratting out your neighbors... You know, the, and, and it was a picture of the whole Nazi thing where it's just yeah. like, don't forget the last time it was like rat out your neighbors, you know, <laughs> where it leads. Like, keep 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 an open mind about what, if your government really is giving you good advice. And I think it kind of kind of works in with that. Like, just mind your own fucking business. You know, some people, that dog could be the only fucking reason that that old man is alive in that apartment. You know what I mean? Very true. Shut the fuck up and let him have it. Like, I kind of try to feel like that. Like, like I said, I know I just went off bitching about the yippy dog thing. But I, you know what I mean? They're, like, there are exceptions. If you're a young person and you guys both work 16-hour shifts and your dog's home alone all fucking day, like, that's not that's cruel. You shouldn't yeah. own an animal. You're a cocksucker. If you have a giant big dog that's clearly, you know, not getting the exercise that it needs because it's in a small space and it's an obvious thing and the dog's got that depressive look to it, you know what I mean? I've seen big-ass dogs where they're walking. It's like, oh, yeah, great, thanks, bud. You know, you know what I mean? There are situations like that, but I'm talking about in general, like people minding their own fucking business with that kind of stuff. Like yeah. dogs make noise. You know what I mean? And then they're gone for the week and you're like, oh, the dogs don't make noise. Like what the fuck? What? You're just, bi- that is bitching for the sake of bitching. And those people, the squeaky wheels get the grease. It happens with music too. People in the bar, oh, it's too loud, which is why we don't use a real drum kit anymore. So now we bring this stupid piece of shit electric kit that I got to fucking sit and fucking fiddle with and spend the thousands of dollars replacing the pads on all the fucking time because it's too loud. You same people that fucking were around 1988, 1995 when the bars were so full of fucking drugs and so loud you couldn't even think. Now all of a sudden, it's a big fucking deal. I've got a kit there. Because, oh, you fucking whiny <laughs> bitches. It's like, mind your own business. Music, bars, it happens. Go, leave. If you don't like it, go to the karaoke bar on the road and shut the fuck up. You know, mind your business. Why? I've had people call owners. Ah, I can't have those drums there. Shut the fuck up and mind your business. Ah, oh, there's dogs barking. Oh, mind your own fucking business. You know what I mean? Like, I've had people call this, like, oh, this truck's been parked in the same parking spot for like a week. But and then, but if you wipe the snow off of it, there's the pass right there. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> like just uh, people don't know when to just shut the. F- and I'm with you. Like you say, we're not fighters. So when we get to the point where it's like I'm knock you out, it's been it's been pushed. It's yeah. not. We don't get there naturally. We get there with massive amounts of aggravation, massive oh, yeah. provoking. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you have earned it if you've gotten me or Mark there. That's all we're saying. And the neighbor was lucky he didn't come downstairs. Very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of luck too, I, I don't want to get into details because this is a podcast and anything I say could probably be legally used against me, (laughs) but I am Ricky. 
from the trailer park boys <laughs> with police. And I'm not uh, I don't want to uh, get okay. into details, but let me tell you the amount of times I've been pulled over and I should not be driving away. And I do. <laughs> because I can just talk the talk. Call this guy. Call this. Do this. You know, check this out. Put run this number. <laughs> okay, you can. <laughs> I fucking the, the stories I could tell if I wouldn't. Pretty much, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Incriminate myself so bad would blow your fucking mind. So I've got, and I consider that luck. Like when they, when when they go, all right. Well, we're just gonna write you this this fifty dollar ticket for for that and uh, let you go on your way. You do, and luck? you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Officer Leroy. No, no, I fucked up. Yeah, I'll make sure I'm sorry. I'm gonna get that. Make sure I get that new <laughs> that new insurance paperwork right there. Thanks for accepting the old one. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> you know, like, and you're just like, whoo. I'll breathe. We're okay. We're okay. I'll text your mom. I'll text your mom. <laughs> yeah. No, he let me go. I'm not in jail. <laughs> you know, like it's pretty. That's luck. Yeah. When it, uh, so you mentioned earlier uh, winter driving. So as much of a pain in the ass as winter driving can so be. So much fun. I love winter driving. But there's a lot of people who are actually very, very scared. My advice to anybody who's scared. Don't with, leave the house. No, no. Anybody who's scared. Get off the fucking road if you're scared to drive. That's my advice. No, no, no. If you still have to go places and you're scared, as long as you're going the limits, you're, you're good. Uber your kids in someone's car who knows how to fucking drive then. We can agree to disagree again. I, I think if you have an, even a, a contair of fear in you about the roads, if you are not confidently driving with, if you're an unconfident driver, then you've got a four-wheel drive vehicle with snow tires. If you're a confident driver, then you probably, you know, should just make sure you still have snows, but, you know, you can you have a, be a little bit more lenient about the way you're going. You know what I mean? Because you, you've got that confidence. But you got to have some level. If you're leaving the house and you're one of those people doing 25 in the... Well, that's fu- what I was saying. You like got, doing the stay, stay home. No, stay out. Yeah, yeah. If you can't do 40 <laughs> in a 40, get the, the, the get the fuck out of the way. Because exactly. you're, you're a problem for people trying to get places that know what they're doing. Like, you're in the way. People are slamming on their brakes to go around you. Like you're you, also, if you're driving that slow, cause you've got that level of la- lack of a level of confidence. If something goes wrong and your brakes lock up or somebody runs a red light cause their brakes lock up, you are not in a confident position to drive and go and defensively drive your way out of the situation because you're yeah. not confident in driving in the snow. So stay the fuck home if that's <laughs> the case, because snow is fucking dangerous and you're driving a five to 10,000 pound killing machine. That's what you're sitting in. If you All don't right. have the confidence, stay the fuck home. You're the problem. There, it's, snow tires can't save you if you're that scared. If you're shaking, just starting up your caravan, then little Timmy can get to soccer, fucking hockey practice in an Uber or in daddy's F-150. Okay? (laughs) And rant. I was just going to say, just be sure to be safe and actually drive the limit. Don't worry about going over and stay the fuck out of the way of everybody else. (laughs) Or just stay home. (laughs) Drive with confidence or don't drive at all. Oh man, I'm the same way when I leave the bar and I'm like, I've been to the bar and I've been DD, like or not DD, but like not I'm driving and I have like one beer and then I eat a bunch of food and then I go out and I smoke a bunch of weed and it's like really good indica and I'm like, I can't drive home now. I'm too stoned and I'll, I'll Uber or I'll fucking something do to it. You know what I mean? If I have an ounce, I'm a confident driver who's taken lessons from BMW racetracks and shit when I was doing, when I was working for those companies. So like they teach you how to drive like crazy fast cars in crazy ways so that you can fucking real styles, real styles (laughs) at two twenty. So, so you know what I mean? It's fun. So for me to say, I'm not confident, you know what I mean? Like you got to be able to do it. You have to be able to say, I can't do it. And if 
that happens to you naturally because it's snowing out. Just oh, one of, one of the bigger things too is never panic. The amount of times that's that, hard though, man. No, the amount of times that I've been spinning, fucking. Oh, I'm going. I'm sliding down a hill sideways, an ice hill, and I'm just eating a muffin while trying to like realign myself. No, can't because it the road's pure ice. I'll just wait till I get to the bottom and straighten out. <laughs> you really muffin in one hand? Because I'm a firm believer of ten and two, as I've said when things are going wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah. The only way you're getting out of it is if you can at least. Ah! No, not Mark. Mark's just like. Yeah. Fruit explosion, oh, baby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I got some of the cherry on my chin here. Oh, fuck. Let me check the mirror. Oh! Still spinning. <laughs> Get a little dizzy. No, I'm feeling in this one. I'm slacking. By the way, fruit explosion. The best muffin at Tim Hortons. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. thing that beats it, and it only around season. It's only around seasonally. It's pumpkin spice muffin <laughs> with that fucking frosting in the middle. Oh man, I knew, I knew. Is somebody... it gay that that frosting is just? It's so to me. It's so sexual to have a white creamy filling in that in that in that muffin. <laughs> it's just... that, that's a you thing. That's... Okay, every time I eat it, uh, oh, there's a little bit on my chin. I just have to be like, am I in gay porn or is this a pumpkin spice muffin? <laughs> So I had. Oh, a buddy, I have to make a comment. I had a buddy that worked at uh, the South End Tim Hortons there on Wentworth. Oh boy! And uh, and I went in there for a fruit explosion. I'm like, well, I guess it's an explosion. And then he's like, oh, not good enough. And he took the muffin in the back and he filled it with so the fruit. Much of the and shit. then it fucking got. I was like, oh snap! Now it's literally exploding a fruit. Thanks, man. That's how it should be. It should be <laughs> like curling out the fucking <laughs> open ends of where the vent, where the where the vent for the. When it was cooking, yeah, you know, the, yeah, it yeah. should be coming out. Fucking amazing! Oh, if the pumpkin—they did a pumpkin spice with that much of that in it. Oh, I gotta get that. Going. That's that's yep, nope. That's that's a that's a you and her. Yeah, thing. yeah, you like the pumpkin spice? <laughs> what? The, okay, Tamara, what happened to pumpkin spice donuts? They don't do them anymore. This year they didn't have them. It's like what the fuck? They but they have a pumpkin spice Timbit. But every time I ask for one, they're out. Fuck. I'm not pleased with Tim Hortons' choice on that matter, but I got to be honest, man. Well, now it's all mint chocolate. Cause I Christmas. love Tim Hortons, though. You know, like, I mean, I just gonna give them. A, I, I'm sure they're owned by an American company. They you know, are, and they're yeah. a bunch of pieces of shit, like everybody else. But <laughs> Tim Hortons, like everyone's, I'm still, I'm still gonna go. It's like I do avoid Walmart. I do avoid a lo- Best Buy and stuff like that now because of this whole COVID thing. I do avoid Amazon. I know nobody else does, but I don't. I do. I just, I bought my scanner through Amazon. Last year, that's the last thing I bought. I've tried to avoid it unless it's like absolutely financially necessary. It's just like, well, it's sixty bucks for it on Amazon, and it's five hundred everywhere else. Throttle body ninety. That I don't. I don't hold. <laughs> I don't hold that against you. Not at all. The parts places want to be that kind of bitch. Let them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Certain like there. There's certain place, places where small businesses are digging their own grave with that. Um, but in that like situation, I'm trying to. Where was I going with this? <laughs> you're avoiding walmart amazon i don't know where were you going with that oh god supporting smaller local businesses <laughs> yeah the tim hortons thing but the, the, regardless of the fact i'm trying to do that tim hortons is still get my business Regard- yeah. there's no way that i'm avoiding that but like i can do breakfast lunch dinner sick food like you know when you're sick and you get the chili and a bun oh there's nothing when you get the sore throat oh sore throat and I'm gonna watch movies oh I'm cold oh, get that chili oh I fucking love that shit and then me and me and Adam will go and it's like 
doesn't matter what time of day it is. Are we doing triple triples? Are we doing, you know, in the summer, are we doing ice caps? Are we doing fucking frozen coffees? Like, it just, they've got every, it doesn't matter what the situation is. Ooh, I'm really cold. They got these chicken snack wrap things or chicken craveables now with this chipotle sauce. It's it's orgasmic how good these yeah. things are. I always ask for extra sauce, and they extra sauce it every time. No extra charge. God bless them. They just and then there's the pumpkin spice donut. Like I mean, we're talking about the seasonal shit: candy cane, hot chocolates. Let's talk about those. There's yes, every morning. Diabetes here. I fucking come. Sign me up every morning. I get extra whipped cream, extra shit. They don't charge me nothing, and I sit there. And the perfect thing, Tamara, you 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 get it, and you leave it for what. Three minutes, right? Three, four minutes so that the cream starts evaporating into, oh, uh, and then you, and you don't have to worry about, you know, getting it on your, on your, on your, on your, uh, on your lip, getting the whipped cream on your lip. You could just drink the liquefied everything and it's, and it's all its glory <laughs> and it's diabetic glory. It's so, my pancreas hates those fucking hot chocolates, but let me tell you, I love them. So yeah, I just, I don't know. Tim Hortons is a dope place. Like they really... I think McDonald's sucks. I think a lot of other places have dropped quality and dropped off. They always fuck up my order, and they offer so much shit now, they do everything poorly instead of a few things good. That's where McDonald's has gone for me. I would rather get... I hope they start offering burgers at Timmy's because I bet you they'll be dope, and I'll never go to McDonald's again because well, it's the only thing left. The chicken at fucking Tim's. If you go anywhere... The chicken's, the KFC, inferior than Tim Horton's chicken. Sorry. I disagree. Popeye's <laughs> is pretty good. The only thing that keeps me going to Popeye's is that gravy because the chicken is not as good as the, as, as the Tim Horton's chicken. I'm sorry, man. I love the Tim Horton's chicken. Whether you get the... Tim Horton's chicken actually tastes like the no-name brand chicken. <laughs> chicken sandwiches, chicken nuggets, same shit. I love them. I think it's good. It's, yeah. I, never have any, I never have digestive issues with Tim's, but I go to any <laughs> of those other places, Burger King's chicken, McDonald's chicken bacon wrap I get now and then, and every time I do it, it's a nasty poop the next day and I a bad gurgle in the belly that, that day. We did not get paid by a Tim's sponsor. But or if they want he the just, sponsorship, we're poops. fucking waiting for it, bro. <laughs> the shot, this portion of the shot pod has been brought to you by Kia. Too bad it's a Kia. No, that's a, no, that no, fam- no, it's a family guy line. You're going to get us legal trouble there. It's a family guy line. <laughs> Kias are good cars. They're not great cars, but they're yeah. good cars. Yeah. They're pretty so, cheap to fix. Let's go with that. So... Tim Hortons, as much as I love Tim Hortons. It's a holiday tradition. Let's talk about the holiday shit. Like, the fact that they do that pumpkin spice shit. Like, the taste and the leaves. It's a thing. And now, the candy cane hot chocolate in my right hand. The wiping snow off my mirror with my left. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a December tradition. Yeah. So, I love that Tim's can do that for me. Uh, and that their fucking food doesn't make my stomach gurgle. So, that's yeah. there's my points. The well, I mean, I tried to make it a tradition to get hot chocolate and go out and look at Christmas lights. Sometimes, yeah, it's candy cane hot chocolate on well, a Christmas light can- night. Fuck <laughs> the mint chocolate. That's that's your thing. Just just a hot chocolate. Just for me, just a hot chocolate and go. Out. The first night, Tamara and I, uh, for for the first, is he winter, like this in the bedroom too? For the first, <laughs> not good sex, just sex. Okay, we don't want to go over the top. I got work tomorrow. So the the first year that we were together. <laughs> We went out to uh, look at uh, Christmas lights. And, of course, instead of Christmas carols, we were blaring some Snoop Dogg, the dog pound. Snoop Doggy (laughs) Dogg. Drinking hot chocolate, looking at Christmas lights. Bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yes, y'all. Looking at the lights like a Snoop Doggy Dogg. Peeing behind dumpsters, yeah. (laughs) Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, but don't lose your grip. As I buy you some presents and we can fuck up shit. (laughs) I love it, bro. 
rolling down the street, <laughs> looking at Christmas lights, sipping on gin and juice, <laughs> laid back with my mind on my money and the presents on my mind. <laughs> we could do this all day. <laughs> okay, I Captain love Snoop Dogg a lot. <laughs> Probably do. It's pretty good stuff. <laughs> Snoop's good shit. Um, so what I keep trying to get out is Tim Hortons. I've had some some poor customer service recently to the point where they're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. It'll be $3, and I hand them $3. And this person was staring at the money I gave them like they didn't know what it was. I was like, no, it's, it's $3. It costs $3. Here's $3. Okay. Just just cash. Hit the cash button. They didn't know what to do with it? Open it? Seriously. And one of the other coworkers walked by and was like, what's the matter? He gave you, Yeah. Just complete the transaction. Hit the cash button. Opens it up. It's like, okay, some people need some training. <laughs> okay, whoa. Really? Some people need some training. How many weeks had that guy worked at Tim Hortons and never had a cash transaction yet? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly think that's silly. That's, that's crazy because the window. Like, if you're, I worked when, no, but I worked oh, so long ago. No, this, this, this wasn't window. This was storefront. Like, I walked now, in. Now, that makes sense. Okay, you know what? It all makes sense now because they put the youngest greenest motherfuckers on the storefront <laughs> because they can <laughs> it's raining motherfuckers yeah <laughs> you can handle the drive-through get on storefront sure okay $3. it's true it's true so they put them on storefront so they can understand the computer so they can you know learn how to punch it in and then make it they make them when you're doing storefront you know you punch in you know whether it's a sandwich or whatever the fuck it is and then you go make it for the most part yeah so you're learning how everything works, and then they can dump you into the shit storm that is drive-through. Where when the little timer hits 20 seconds, if you don't have shit going, someone's saying they're going. Our numbers are too high. We're <laughs> over 20 seconds. We're not gonna win our super Tim Hortons employee of the fucking deer award. Ah, employee like a, of the deer award. A year, year, <laughs> and you're. I was, I, was gonna, I was trying to say three words at once. Oh, e- you're either such way, a deer. Oh, I got it this year. I got it. Wait, what? You're a deer. There's always one employee that takes working at Tim Hortons way too fucking seriously. The Dina, or whatever the superstore, (laughs) Dina, is it, or Dana? Dina, I think is her name in Superstore. There's one of those at every Tim Hortons that's like, just like, we're number one. We're number one. Bitch, this job is so I can pay for my cell phone and buy drugs. Leave me alone. (laughs) That's what all the high school kids are thinking of while they work there. Like, fuck. I get high behind the dumpster, Jimmy. We're not that worried about our numbers. Just because you want to be the manager of Tim Hortons and that's all you've got going for you. He's like, no, actually, I just have two kids I can't afford, so I'm stuck here. (laughs) Okay, well, either way, Jim, I still have a fucking future. Uh, anyways, the Dwight's of the of the Tim Hortons, <laughs> Dwight and Angelus, because I mean, oh, Angelus, oh, fuck, there's Angelus. Remember, they were arguing over who was the the first aid. Where's yeah. the first aid quick kit? Dwight holds it up. Dwight, you know that I am the safety person here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, luck. More, more luck. I think it's kind of a uh, weirdly lucky people. I was I was listening to Donald Glover's co- comedy thing that he'd done, oh, yeah, and it was talking about how things are as bad as they've ever been. And we talk. I say this all the time. I'm like, we have the most fucked up generation. We're living in the most fucked up time. And then in in his special, he goes, "That's such bullshit. Like this is the greatest time to be human that there is." And I was like, and he kind of backs it up with like, um. The internet, 
is a big one. Like just the ability to do communicate. Like I mean, yeah, we abuse it and we use it for all the wrong reasons, like social media. But in its in its in its um in its basic, you know, its basic use of just information, just communication between people and, yeah. and information about things that, you know, back 10, 15 years ago, you go, why don't you call grandpa and ask him uh, what year uh, Hitler got elected chancellor of Austria uh, and how long it was between when he did that and when they started, like, taking over and the war started. Like, was that, like, a six-month thing or, like, a three-year thing? Like, what the fuck? Call Grandpa Joe. He'll know. And now you're just, like, wiki that shit uh, if you want to know. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you want to know anything. It's, it's, or go find an encyclopedia or go get your history it, textbook. I mean, it challenges uh, elementary school teachers where they're like, you're never going to have these tools in your pocket. You know, that's that's kind of like a famous thing. Like, you're not going to have a calculator with you everywhere you go when you're older, so you need to know this. And you're like, oh, yeah? I love that meme. Fucking everybody fucking told you. Another that. one. Here's a good example. Uh, my buddy that had the wrong size tires. And I go, what did these come off of? And he goes, a cruise. And I was like, this is a Camry. So, and I just literally, hey, Google. <laughs> there it goes. Um, what is the, what did I say? Like, what? what is the exact tire offset for a 2011 Toyota Camry? And it's like. 114.3 millimeters <laughs> and I'm like and then I and then I said hey Google list me all vehicles with 114 <laughs> millimeter offset on a five bolt stud I'd rate like that and it there it comes up and it fucking listed it brought me up a chart yeah. insane the level like that's awesome and then I sent him the list and he got a, a set off a 2008 Camry that works perfect yeah. you know what I mean like in the day, it, that would have been a call. Like at the, it, this is at nine, ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock. I would have been have to wait till the next day. It was actually a Friday too, so I would have to call a tire shop. Probably wait for somebody to get back to me. You know what I mean? Like just the level of like. So I guess that makes it kind of we're lucky to live in this day and age because we've got that ability. These microphones and this recording and all this bullshit that we're doing, it's more affordable now to own nice headphones and nice microphones. And buy these fucking things off Amazon or get them from Office Depot or Business Depot or whatever the hell it's called now. And 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 this mixer that would be thousands of dollars in the analog days. Tens of thousands. And we'd be recording this to tape yeah. and uploading it where? <laughs> I don't know. Probably begging college radio stations to play a, an hour-long show or a half-hour-long show and cramming anything we say into a half hour. You know what I mean? We, we this Making this show and trying to get it out there 15 years ago, 20 years ago, would have been way more expensive in every way and way harder for us. Yeah. Now we have all these platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple podcasts is called yep. uh, Google podcasts, um, uh, Amazon music, iHeartRadio. What's the new one? You got another one there. I saw uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, like all, you know what I mean? All these platforms and it's, it costs us zero to upload to these. It costs us the, the time and energy to make it, edit it and write it, write it. You know what I mean? Like it, that to me, yeah, that's pretty cool. The fact that you can cut tracks and go, yep, here's a program drum beat, here's my guitar, here's a bunch of processors. Like, back in the day, it was thousands of pounds of equipment and reel-to-reel. If, even if you did it digitally, it was, Jesus, you couldn't, you had to burn it to disc. I remember burning my albums to fucking four gigabyte discs, discs with four gig of space, and burning a, a record, like a, a record on that, like an acid record with all the tracks and then yeah. bringing it to someone, my buddy's Windows 98 computer and uploading it to his computer so we could edit it at his place because my computer fucked up and just was started being really <laughs> slow and my overloaded my RAM. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just, I remember the struggle of reel to reel. I remember all that bullshit. I remember cutting tracks back in the day. I remember trying to do stuff like this podcast. I remember trying to learn information about the war or learn about tire offset or learn about 
this weird chord on a guitar. I can't. What's that goddamn chord in that Dream Theater song? Yeah. Now so, you just go online. So the bar is always moving as to what will be the basic foundation of our existence, basically. So now that like from when the internet came out and you used to have to dial into it with a dial-up modem to now having uh, a broadband or cable connection that you're you're always connected with, it the bar has moved. So yes, we are fortunate, but everybody gets so comfortable in this lifestyle that once that stuff is missing, it's now changed our life severely severely yeah and you still have to count your lucky stars that you're you're part of this society but if you're in this society without you are a little more unfortunate yeah i can i guess that's is more to lose kind of situation that's why yeah. i always say and i've been saying this for a while now it's kind of harsh but it's like this is a bad time to be homeless like if if um there's a lot of social there's a lot of like i don't know because we live in a mildly socialist society and there's social programs in place you know what i mean like people that slip between the cracks there's rehabilitation centers and there's homeless shelters and there's all this kind of shit and covid cleaned out the budgets for this stuff and it cleaned out our ability to interact with the general public so people were scared and the people that used to feed the homeless probably wouldn't like someone who who's older and used to might might not now because they're afraid to catch something also there's more of them and they're a little more violent because it's a harder time times are become harder yeah. so there's more of them to take care of so you know like you say yeah I, you think you're lucky stars that you're part of it because I couldn't imagine being like a cell phone-less homeless person like and have to because nowadays it's not just like find a place to sleep your head it's you got to get a number you know you got to get a, you know what I mean you got to you can't just go into places and apply you need to be able to apply on indeed not a lot of people are going to get hired from you walking in and handing a paper resume anymore. Them days is over, motherfucker. Yeah. You can't go to the library and print a resume like I did when I was like, you know, getting divorced and well, I had no idea where I was going to live and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like that. Um, it's, it's different. Now you got to fucking, you have to be online. So if you, I just think that, you know, it's more of a challenge to get back integrated into society. I got friends of mine who got, who got out of jail. You know, and they've been two or three years in or a year and a half in and now they got to get a new cell phone and they got to get you know, and, and, and now everybody knows where you are. You can do nothing without being monitored. Yeah. 20 years ago, you got out of jail. You could do whatever you wanted as long as you showed up to your PO once a week or once a day or whatever the severity was. Now, if you've been, if you've been incarcerated or you're part of the court system in any way, shape, or form, like it is way harder to get back into things because you can't do a fucking thing without it coming up. Everything's electronic. There's no, yeah. there's no nothing. There's no qualms about it. It's so the, yeah. If you're into the, the bad part of society where you, you know, you've gone into the things are difficult. It is harder to get out of a difficult situation. But for the people who were, I mean, although we had rough childhoods and all this kind of bullshit, like we've, we've managed to find our way up where we have a place to sleep and we have a vehicle to drive and we have, you know, job to go to, which is more than a lot of people can say, you know, we, it is uh, a lot of work to keep it all together. Oh, yeah. Like my business would not work as well as it does if I didn't waste what, what I call waste time on social media, uploading videos and making cool pictures and, you know, trying to promote myself and make myself seem like I'm so awesome and then you can fix you care. Like I have to do all that shit. Yeah. And, it, and I don't really, a lot of times I feel like an egotistical prick. Like, if I have to watch another video of myself, I'm going to throw up. I'm not that pretty, and I need to shave. <laughs> These videos are horrible. You know what I mean? Like, But I'm like, I, I know it's, it's, it's helping build it up to something bigger, and that every time I do it, somebody messages me and goes, oh, that's cool, or oh, I didn't know that. And I think that's, uh, you know what I mean? You get the validation. So I, that's, and I think the biggest problem is that we, when we stop getting the validation, when social media turns on you and people are talking shit, or you know, when, thing, when you're not getting that constant validation of, okay, I'm part of this 
this crazy internet system, this crazy society that we're in, as soon as you're not getting the validation that you're a, a part of it and that everybody is down with you, that can get like, it'll, it, you'll be depressed 10 times quicker than you would back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day when the kids made fun of you at school, you went home and you played video games and you just chilled. Then you were away from those people unless someone came and knocked on your door. Now you're on social media and anything that happened that day at school or anything that happened that day at work, if you've got coworkers on Facebook or whatever or on Instagram or on Snapchat or whatever you're using, you're, the shit's going to spread. The talk's going to yeah. be, did you break up with so-and-so? Everyone fucking knows. If you break up with somebody, you will be asked if you're okay by 50 people that day. Because and back, But back in the day when someone broke up with you, how many people asked if you were okay? Only the uh, people that knew. Yeah. Like four or five. Uh, you know what I mean? Like now, yeah. now everybody knows. That's actually uh, one thing that, uh, so my girlfriend, I don't make my relationship status known on Facebook. I no, don't. Me neither. I don't because I don't want people to know details about it's me i talked about yeah i talked about having like people that i don't care about as friends on facebook just as kind of like motivation for me right so these people that uh i don't care to know the details on my on my life uh, there are details that i won't share on social media so tamara had a problem with this for a while and i'm like i'm just not i'm not gonna do it everybody who knows me knows i'm in a relationship with you and that's what matters so that's more or less what it comes down to um, when it comes to social media and everybody is the future is here. We're constantly changing and adapting. And even when it comes down to like kids being on tablets and phones and stuff and parents saying like, no, I don't want it. I don't, I'm not going to allow it. It's like, that's where it's going. Everything is going to technology, whether you don't want it or not, you just have to adapt to it. You can monitor the time they spend on it. But at the end of the day, this, this is our society now. This is the foundation of our society currently because we've grown to this point. Yeah, and we've grown exponentially. That's yeah. the thing is, is, like, it was so fast. Like, I, yeah. it blew my mind how quickly it took over compared to when we were kids, like, or even just when we were, like, my 20s and my 30s were fucking night and day. <laughs> you know, like, in my 20s, I felt like I was always catching up to technology it kind of like I was always like I had a flip phone when the smartphone thing started, yeah. And I was I didn't have a I didn't have a phone well in a lot for a while like probably till two thousand seven or something like that, which was pretty late in the game. Just and I only got one because I kept breaking down and I got tired of my old shitty Corsica leaving me on the side of the road and I'd be like I need to borrow a cell phone. Yeah. So I was like I'm just gonna get one. Um, but now, like with the recording stuff, like the recording technology and with the, the making the stories and the reels and all this kind of shit and the TikTok stuff and all that kind of crap. Like, I feel like now it's, it's just when we were kids, we we're talking about imagining a world where we could be like, Hey Google, what's the offset on this? Blah, 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 blah. And it would just, know. it would just know exactly yeah. like we, that was a joke when we were kids. That was Star Trek shit. And, but now because it's so accessible, Everyone's got to step their game. Every other mechanic has that same information at their fingertips, just like I do. Yeah. So I'm in competition with every one of those fucking guys now. Yeah. And anybody, that's why I love mechanics that don't embrace technology and are like, oh, they got too many computers. And they're like the older guys that are just like, oh, give a fuck. I'm not going to learn that shit. Or I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. I'm just going to do breaks. Or I'm just going to do this. Or I'm just going to do And it's just like, buddy, in like five years, you're not even going to have a job. Like, it, you, you got to get over that. Um, yeah. I love that I can kind of, I'm on top of the technology now a little bit where I'm using it as opposed to going, oh, fuck, how do I do this? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, everything's pretty easy now. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we grew up with DOS. We grew up with I difficult. I preferred DOS over fucking Windows. <laughs> I, 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 I swear DOS. to God, man. Like, it's just, it's kind of interesting to watch because we started with the, we understand how it works. Like, we remember when you click 
my documents and then you click something in there. Like we know what that path is in our own little heads. We can picture what our computer's doing inside to get it because we were brought up around the time when that was the only thing there was to teach because you know what I mean? There was typing class, there was the hardware class and then there was your business class your PTXs and your um, BTB classes or BCB classes. And we had those codes in high school, you know, and now like these fucking kids have tablets and they're five years old. And although they're faster, like my friend's seven-year-old codes Minecraft, like insane, yeah, so quick. Like it's nuts how fucking fast a seven-year-old is. But that kid will never know how to change a tire. You know what I mean? Like that, and that's where it's like a it's like a weird swap. Now he will because he's gonna hang out with me. But I'm, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like in general, Mike, it blows my mind the level of shit that my friends can't do because the technology kind of makes you makes it cushy. To be yeah. mildly useless. Mucho gracias. We're just saying our our uh, our beer wench brought us beer. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get a backhand for that. <laughs> oh shit. Cheers, Mark. Cheers. Yeah, as far as luck goes though, I've changed my entire perspective on it from when I was younger. Like I felt like I had bad luck so much when I was a kid. I didn't know how to sit back and just be like, ah, oh, I'm lucky for this and I'm lucky for that. It's, it's so uh, what I do want to say though, is, uh, back on the, it's about perspective thing. So when you look at, um, the, the challenge that was, uh, issued to Elon Musk saying 2% of his wealth could cure world hunger. And he was like, all right, if you tell me how that can be done, I'll sell my stocks, $6 billion worth of my stocks, and I'll give you $6 billion worth. So they came out with the formula as to how it can be done, and he says, okay, if you can make it public knowledge, you can do it. Do you think it's done yet? No. No. Why can't it be public knowledge? Well, because there's got to be some sort of corruption. Because if Elon Musk can't look at the formula and say, this isn't going to fix... This isn't yeah, going to cure yeah. hunger. Yeah. He needs to be able to see it, and he wants everybody else to see how corrupt these motherfuckers oh, are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Because the UN was already busted uh, in the, the pedophile ring, and that's that's evidence that Elon Musk was like, so these are the guys you want to distribute uh, the food throughout the world yeah. to cure the hunger? These are the guys, the fucking pedophiles? <laughs> it's like, okay, you make this shit public knowledge for everybody to see this entire thing. What are we going to do in the UN's in Canada? Being like, get in your camps. There's another lockdown. <laughs> variant 62 is here. Like, what are we going to fucking do? The Optimus Prime variant is here for you. <laughs> COVID virus maximize. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. What a society. All right. But with that said... I mean, we should just, we should end it there. You know what's bad luck? Existing when COVID did. That's that's pretty bad <laughs> luck, I gotta say. Yeah. I mean, that, it, we could have existed I mean, when smallpox was a problem. That would have also sucked. But or there even, was like a hundred years of space in the or middle. Or even when polio was around and everybody was in that iron lung. That does sound like a shit day. Yeah. We weren't in any trenches with the trench foot. No. That doesn't sound like fun. I don't know, but you ever walk around where like you got like a bad hangnail on your toe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think trench foot be a little fucking worse than that. I can just imagine. Are we going to walk six miles? But I'm missing a toe. Sucks to be you, Ralph. Let's go. The skin's falling off my foot because it's so wet. Again, Buddy, sucks to be you, Ralph. We, we have go. six miles to walk, Ralph. Talking isn't going to help. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> we're lucky that we don't live in a time like that. I feel pretty lucky that I got to do this shit because we were talking about podcasts and just this kind of thing in general for a while and then you had the uh, the paranormal thing and the guy's yeah. side 
And uh, I thought it was kind of cool when we were like, I have a, I have a format that would work. We're just going to pick topics. We're going to nerd out and let's do, let's do, and it's going to be, you know, I'll use the whole, the whole uh, zero in army shot thing and we'll bring it over. Like we just, you had a whole concept and I was like, this is genius. Let's do this. Yeah. I feel pretty lucky that that, cause I mean, I didn't, creativity is, it's hard. It's hard to come up with this kind of shit. It's hard to, this is what I want to do. It's, you know what I mean? Like I'm a, as a musician, I'm constantly like, you know, someone's like, Hey, let's, let's make a record. I'd be like, well, what kind of record? Like, I mean, I'm immediately like, what would you, what would you want to do? Do you want to like be MGK and be pop punky? I could probably do a much better, pop. if I sat down and tried, I could probably make a way better record than him and Travis did. Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> I'd love to do that. I'd love to sit down with another person and be like, let's write fucking pop punk, beautiful music right now. I feel super prepared for it because I've listened to so much of it in my life. And it's so great to write melodies around those kinds of easy chords. Yeah. And I've got an ear for it. Um, do you want to write like a prog record? Do you want to make it long and crazy? Or do we want to maybe make like you do? Let's mix it up. Let's do some reggae. Let's mix it up. Let's have four or five genres in a song. Maybe we'll do a record like that where it's kind of like a smorgasbord of genres and styles. Or do we stick with heavy? Do I just go down tune that seven string to A and just fucking chugga, chugga, chugga and just, but do it good and do it proper. Do it like a, just a heavy record. Focus on that. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to do a hip hop record. I'd love to sit down with somebody and just do program beats and stuff and just play a guitar. Just have like, you know what I mean? I, I feel, um, uh, I'm lucky that you managed to come up with all the shit that was around the shop, the idea, the concepts of it, get our little table set up and everything and do all that. That's pretty good luck for me. I got nothing bad to say. Yeah. So yeah. yeah Episode 13. Yeah, it's pretty cool when uh, when everything comes together. Uh, it's it's a pain in the butt when it comes down to availability, a little, little availabilities clashing. One, two, three. <laughs> Just trying to make it work sometimes is a pain in the butt, but when it happens, it feels right. I know, right? <laughs> it's not the only thing in life that things have to line up. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, so with that said, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Shopod. I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this, we talked about luck as well as many other things. Be sure to tune in weekly if we can. We try. We try. We're going to talk a lot more about Christmas as Christmas gets closer, too. For sure. Oh, I can't wait to do the promo pictures. It's going to be dope. (laughs) Thanks for our uh, our T-shirts, Samara. Thank you.